are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Fate of a Nation, Narm and Great World podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming, with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our panzers flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, fading to Shoot and Scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop at Battlefield Hobbies, because Hammy likes games based loosely about World War II. If nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our brand new podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Duncan Captain America Gosling. America! And Lee, T-34s are underrated, Parnell. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to episode 17, the one where we are the baddies. Are we the baddies? <laughs> Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight we are talking about what we're up to, as always. And then we're going to plough straight into, much like um, 8th Army into it, we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> Germans in Normandy. Because we, we have a review copy at long last. And then we'll uh, round up the usual events at the end. D-Day, German. Forces in Normandy, 1944. To give, it his, to give it his full title. Full title. Just that yeah. one year. You don't get... Is that like the Jacob Rees Mogg thing? Do you have to call it Esquire? Oh, gosh. End? I hope not. Okay. No, no double spaces. No double spaces and well, no you, you uh, Oxford double... comma. No, no, you have to have double spaces. That was it, wasn't it? That was it after, yeah, after a full stop. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Eddie's just been ill. <laughs> So, what have we been up to, guys? Uh, mainly, I was ill all over a table in Dice Saloon. And by ill, I meant I saw my toy soldiers horrifically killed. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? It, that was not one. So, we, <laughs> was were, so we, we played two games of Midwall. It was Midwall, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Midwall. Yep. We were going to do Team Yankee, but I hadn't quite. The British weather got in the way of a load of um, airbrushing. So yeah, so it basically went from me looking forward to playing my West Germans to, oh, Lee, do you want to play it mid-war? You take the Soviets. I go, okay, I'll just bend over and just you know, stretch it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got T-34s. Everyone keeps, telling me, everyone keeps telling me T-34s are useless in, in, in Flames of War. So. Really? So I got my, Who's talking about? The internet. That's the internet's mad. never wrong. Yeah, never listen to the internet. <laughs> oh. So I rolled up with um, Hero T-34s. So two platoon... Like, well, two companies of T-34s, um, one of the Valentines, an SMG, here SMG company, and four Su-76s. And you were using, not I Ghost Panzer, you are great. Yeah, it's Ghost Panzer Reading Warfare list from last year. So, Up Armoured, Panzer Threes, uh, company. So, mm-hmm. three of those, a HQ one, so it's four Panzer Threes in total, all with the long five centimetres. Uh, three Panzer fours with the short barrel for bombardment, mm-hmm. some Panzer twos, and maybe just a little tiger. <laughs> in fact, we're we're paying oh, ninety, 90 points. We're paying ninety points. So you get extra Panzer two in as well. Yes, it? yeah. So I got extra Panzer two in. Woo! That proved critical in the games later. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I, on paper, the force is very even matched. Because obviously, the Panzer three up armored, you know, the L's and M's basically. Very evenly matched with T thirty four, both front armor six, both anti tank nine. T thirty four's got a bit more speed, but obviously it's trained. But... And you have twice as many. 
Well, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're just as many tanks, unfortunately, some of yours are Panzer twos. <laughs> yeah. And then we played, what's the first mission? The first mission was, was it Free Fall? Yeah, free, I think free, it was Free Fall. Free Fall first, and Counter was second game, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so, and it basically, like Fezzaluto, it's just basically here, not being able to blitz. And yeah, that sucked. And so he just kept stalling. <laughs> right, my highly trained tank sat around a lot going, there's, German, there's Russians over there. Um, should we do something about it? Nah, they come to us. It's fine. We're just, I tell you what, let's, let's, let's try to crash into these, this forest and get stuck. Yeah, so that's your thing. You can pass cross checks. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Three out cross checks. I think I failed two, two cross checks using a, a cross here order, which meant it was a, a two up. Failed both of those. So, uh, yeah, most of the time they spent looking at cover they could have been hiding in, looking at Russians they could have been driving towards and killing, and then just exploding. Oh. Hilarity and seed. Oh. Hilarity and seed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Yeah. And then, we, and then we played an encounter, and it, was, it didn't get much better. So it was yeah. Like... Yeah, no, it's just a, a really weird kind of dice fail kind of game. Um I had to have. I've had plenty of games where small formation units have kind of they've held on way beyond the odds. So you know, at least it balanced out in a game that wasn't in a tournament or something like that, or an event. It was yeah, just... you... <laughs> you've equaled out your universal karma. In a, in a yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just just small platoons, slow, slow everyone running away, and then uh, the company just breaks. So oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Were so... you using the Tower of Power? No. Mm, There's two things here. First of all, I was not using the Tower of Power. I I need to sort out of my gaming per- periphery paraphernalia because <laughs> it's all stuck in other boxes. So I've had to use... I was using Panzerleer dice as opposed to Ghost Panzer dice. So that's probably what it is. I need, I need the Tower of Power back. I need to find my proper gaming fez. And that will help, help me with my... Uh, favor of the dice gods so to speak it's either that or it's just using only one tiger and that's obviously not a good choice for me mm, it is tricky I mean we found that last year with the single tiger is that you're asking it to do a lot um, no it's not impossible but you know it's a, it's a lot isn't it for it to do some of that lifting especially against a, a horde of angry soviets well, I found that Lee managed to basically refuse flank the tiger, the, the the flank the tiger was on. But at the same time, he had so many units, he could still keep a threat unit there, which meant the tiger couldn't go join the fight because he, he was the only thing that could sit and guard that objective oh, okay. kind of thing. Yeah, I put, I put the um, Valentine platoon on that flank and moved it up into the woods, so you couldn't easily snipe them. If you came try to get for me the one six pounder might stand a chance of ruining a day. But on the other hand, like I, I could sort of just about threaten to make a run his objective of running with a Valentine's never two words you put together. <laughs> no, but they're also something that if you did have infantry, the infantry would struggle to Yeah, you know, so, you need you need something nice to take them box. out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so I say the first game was quite fun. The second game, I think we, we were just both so overwhelmed <laughs> by the dice. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a bit, it's a bit less fun the second. Like, I felt bad for Fez. Fez is just like soak, soaking up the bad luck, as it were. And it's just yeah, like... I mean, I failed a lot of 
like four up firepowers as well. Whenever I actually didn't get a hit and got a penetrate, it was like, oh, oh, you bailed. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you yeah. Out of three up. Oh, you've got that. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, because the Soviets are terrible about getting back into burning tanks, aren't they? I mean, they never do it. <laughs> never, ever, ever. Uh, oh. Anyway, it was good fun. Good to mm. get out there again. It kind of made me look forward to some more late war shenanigans. Yes. Yeah. Always could get <laughs> with more tigers. Yeah, more exactly. Tigers. One tiger think... isn't enough. There's no problem that Fez can't solve by putting more tigers into it. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. Apart from overpopulation at a tiger reserve. <laughs> well, you put the tigers in, they eventually eat themselves. And they'll, yeah, they'll hungry... put, put some hungrier tigers in. <laughs> Are you advocating some kind of tiger hunger games now? Right? Just... <laughs> I don't think Whipsnade's going to be very happy with that as a, you know, marketing program. Well, we we've got one tiger left. Oh, really? What what happened? Well, it was Tiger One Three One, but I mean, <laughs> it's it's either that or I've now got a horrible, disturbing image of you dressed like Tina Turner from Mad Max in the Thunderdome. <laughs> Four tigers enter. <laughs> one tiger leaves. <laughs> I'm not sure you'd look good in a chainmail bikini. Oh, God. <laughs> so how did you get an R rating on your podcast? Well, let me tell you. The words chainmail. <laughs> Explicit imagery. <laughs> I think we found your outfit for warfare, though, Eddie. Just that, <laughs> just, just that could be the penalty if you fail. If we fail in, in our warfare challenges, the next one, you better wear the chainmail bikini of shame. <laughs> Turned up wearing nothing but a fez and a chainmail bikini. <laughs> but he's still lost. What a time to be alive. Psychological warfare. You know, break, break the enemy's morale before his troops. <laughs> Blimey. Oh. But no, it's been good. Good to, about, good to play some games. Um, excited about some Team Yankee goodness. Yes. Um, just a shame we couldn't get it done for this week, but hopefully next week I'll be uh, hitting the tables with those. Nice. Is that the Polsky Polskis? The Polsky Polskis, green everywhere. Yeah. And then decals, and then maybe some dry brushing. It's got to the point where I'm like, I did, uh, for the open day, I did the Shermans that were olive green, and then gave it a very quick wash, and then I... Just heavily brushed on the mud onto the tracks, and kind of went. That actually works. I don't know why I've been spending so long individually picking out road wheels and all that kind of stuff nope. for a tabletop platoon. But actually, a fresh mudded, fresh mudded track is pretty much round. It's like infantry. Place. I always got told it was was it bases faces. Uh, there's like four things you need to pick out on in bases, faces, model. and helmets. Yeah, bases, faces, helmets, and something. I can't remember what it is. But yeah, there's the, the eye gets drawn to those things anyway. So yeah, everything else is just a bit of bush. Unless you've got some awesome camo, and then you have to get really up close, and then you know you lose your eyesight from looking at the intricacy of it. So bases, faces, what and watch. Socks. Oh. <laughs> Faces, bases, and wardrobes. <laughs> um, anyway, Duncan, been up to anything fun? 
he says. Um, I've been getting together uh, my US stuff. Mm-hmm. I decided that I'm going to go US mid-war, um, into late war possibly as well, because one of the guys locally has got a late war German army. So in order to play some, uh, yeah, play some games, I haven't got a late war allied force anymore. I got rid of my um, six guards Churchills. So I think I'm going to go for some Americans. Americans, um, Americans. With the new D-Day book, it's not actually that many extra units. If you put white stars in them, you can use them for both. Well, that's it. And I, I thought actually, if I want to do Italy, I've got a platoon, an ARP of the mid-war ones, and an ARP now of the late-war ones. Yeah. With the M5 rather than the M3, so a little bit of a mix of stuff together. And the older stuff looks really worn and banged up, whereas the other stuff will look more straight off the um, shiny. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's broadly what I've been pulling together, playing around with lists, and you know, looking at bits and pieces like that, and also uh, contemplating the Dutch. The Dutch. The Dutch for Team Yankee. There's only two things in this world I hate, Eddie. Uh, people intolerant of other people's cultures and beliefs <laughs> and the Dutch um, but yeah I, I've been looking at some painting guides actually using um, GW's uh, what's it called like Plague Marine Green for want of contrast. a better word yeah uh, no, not, plague... the, not the contrast the actual spray oh okay for the tanks the armoured vehicles right um, plague, plague I can't think flesh. yeah I haven't I haven't really looked at the infantry yet. I can't find a good guide for actually painting Dutch infantry, but just olive drab. Yeah, <sighs> doesn't sound that exciting, but okay. So that's <laughs> a dry brush job. I'll get plenty. Like. Get, get white, white base, and then Gaines Workshops. Um, um, sort of contrast military and green is going to be your friend. <laughs> really? One yeah, it gives like, a nice kind of green, greeny kind of olivey um, color. So it's probably best bet. One there. Cat webbing and boots and guns and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, guns just do the black, the contrast black, because obviously they're all sort of black oiled. You know, when you mm-hmm. get pat, I, I tend to paint modern guns, I paint them black and then do really harsh white highlights to just where it's just chipped off on the, on the edges and stuff. You'll kind of get most of that with, it, with that bas, um, basilic, not basilic, grey, whatever it is, black templar, black, whatever it's called. The one, <laughs> so basically, right now, Gaines, uh, uh, Dice Saloon is out of the la- of the black paint and the white paint. Everything else they got in, but they still can't yeah. get other than the black or white. I, I think it's called apothecary white. I'm, I'm not sure about that, actually, because I think that's going to be a tricky thing to, you know, white on white, almost. Yeah. But, I'm curious about um, it. seems to work. People are singing its praises in the white stuff, so, yeah. Not much use for us, apart from whitewash. But, uh, well, I was going to say, well, it might be excellent for whitewash, because that's one of those things that I think I've always liked the look of, but I've yeah. never had the, the, the stones to actually, you know, spray my model in hairspray and then bl- obliterate it with a can of white primer again mm-hmm. um but yeah that might be that might be nice for you know especially if we've got the ardennes coming up there'll be some yeah. whitewash coming out again so yeah. that might be interesting actually i've been looking at that i've been looking at dust effect stuff um and uh, that's the other thing I've been trying to play around with is the weathering. I don't like, I'm not sure about enamel weathering powders, which sounds like one of the most middle-class sentences I think I've ever uttered. <laughs> but um, yeah, the um, I'm looking at the AK stuff and there's a, a I can't think what it's called. There's a, a, a um, the Vallejo do one and there's also another company that does like a, a water-based um, like dust where you paint the, the, you know, you essentially do a pin wash on your vehicle, yeah. but as it dries, yeah. it will dry into a powder but it actually has quite a nice it looks like quite a nice gradient 
All right. Um, but I, I haven't had the, I don't know whether to get it or not, because it's, it's a company based, I think it's in Italy, because the website's in Italian. Um, bit of a giveaway. Um, <laughs> but it's a 20 euro minimum order, and I only want one bottle. So it's like, well, it's five euros for the, the bottle. Mm, I've got to find four other bottles of things I want, I guess. But I don't know. I'll, I'll have a, I'm going to have a play around with those, I think, because they could be quite interesting. I, like I said, I'm trying to make the, the US stuff look a bit dinged up and, you know, but not to the point where it's just, I'm not, I'm not keen on the look of, you know, um, super heavy weathering. It just doesn't um, make sense to me. Like, these things weren't around that long. Unless no. doing desert war, it's it's yeah. Even then, it's just I don't know. It just looks weird. I mean, there's there's a uh, we were talking about this weirdly at the club um, the other week about there's a very um, fa- not famous but you know kind of well known picture of uh, Warlord Games. Um, I think it's a jumbo or something like that, but it's got the concrete on the front, the concrete sandbags. Right. But it looks because of the way they've done it, it looks almost half finished, which I guess is the point, but it's the difference between scale modeling painting, right. I guess, and then trying to create something that's tabletop, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I, I think I'm more trying to get that balance between it. I don't think a scale modeling stuff's probably going to work at 15 mil anyway, right. or as well. Um, but even, even the, the scale models go over the top, in my opinion, some stuff. We look at it, it's just like, well, that's just more mud than he's more yeah. mud than tank now. Well, that tank's just yeah. so so rusted. It's like it's yeah, ineffective. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So I'm gonna have a crack at them, but yeah, it is um it is a trade off. And actually, the AK stuff's supposed to be really good because you can dilute it yourself, but you you have to get the powder and then use enamel thinner to actually create an enamel wash and all that kind of stuff. And I just I didn't. I don't have the setup really to, to sit there and do it. So I thought actually a, a water-based one's probably more sensible. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where I've been going at. Um, yeah, the Americans are coming together. They'll be, they'll be at Warfare ready. They'll be there ready. Sweet. Yep. Um, my gray kitty, uh, green kitty hawks and That'd be awesome. yeah. everything's coming together. Actually, they're, they're quite nice. I'm, I'm quite pleased with them. I'm not really, uh, I think they might be my first planes actually for V4. Um, oh, right. I'm not. I've not really ever used air power with the Germans, and I'm I'm, not, I'm actually not very confident about painting planes. They're not really my thing. Um, so I was, yeah, I was quite pleased how they've turned out in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're good, mate. Awesome. Yeah, very... we'll, have, we'll have the rock and roll in. Um, I've just ordered the um, US starter box as well. Ah, it's an awesome box. Yes. Well, yeah. If it, I was trying to get another ARP platoon, and I think I said it was about twenty or twenty-five quid more to just get the late war box <laughs> with the ARP in it, as well as five Shermans, four M10s, everything else, three Stuarts, yeah, whatever else is in there, the kitchen sink. So I just thought, well, that kind of makes more sense. Yeah, a whole lot more freedoms in it. It's got all the freedom you can possibly muster. <laughs> Big box of freedom. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, speaking of freedoms and liberation, should we be the baddies? Yeah. Speaking of liberation. Are we, are, we, are, we doing the, are we doing the Baltic states, are we? <laughs> oh. 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 
Hey, we're here to help. <laughs> you're, not you. you. You want to be liberated, right? You you want you want you, oh you don't oh you don't oh oh, 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 oh this guy's better than the Soviets oh wait 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 no no, no. <laughs> read small print this isn't right <laughs> anyway so yeah Germans in D Day yeah D Day the long awaited I don't, I think that's fair to say as well isn't it yeah I mean like it's it's if you're a German player. <laughs> For, yeah, if you play Germans or you know, what a force to go against everyone else's Americans. I, th- I think it's interesting um, that they released the Americans first, based on you know the propensity of Germans across the across the board. Uh, yeah, Not... I, I think this box is long awaited. If you be, if you like, if like me, you had three or four boxes of Puma sitting in the shelf waiting for a reason, <laughs> <laughs> longingly looking at you. So yeah, so we've got continuing late war here from the D-Day book, uh, to the American book. So we, we got off to a good start, it's fair to say, with the American book here, guys. I, I, yeah, uh, I, fantastic. I, I uncovered my uh, American book in a pile uh, tied in my room today, and I just picked it up again and forgot quite how heavy that book was. <laughs> it's, so, it's a lovely book. So we've got to see, do we continue it now, the German book, and keep late war, the, the late war juggernaut rolling? No pressure. No pressure. Yes. <laughs> a lot to live up to. There is, there is. Okay. Uh, obviously, so we start off with just a sort of general recap of D-Day. It's slightly different to the one in the American book, but uses the same yep. picture of the layout of the beaches, which makes sense. Just, just before that bit, to be honest, is oh, the special rules, which, yep. yeah, so yep. it's one of, the, one of the more sort of, shall we say, Oh, um, charming. Well, charming layout decisions. Yes. Quaint. Yeah. You go shooting past it in the book of the case. Yeah, exactly. So if you go shooting past it, where are the rules for bazooka skirts and and flamethrowers and all that kind of thing and pads of house? They're actually at the beginning, the very, very beginning of the book, just after the content section. Um, Looking at them here, I don't think it's anything brand... There's nothing new for this book, is there? No, because Fortress Europe introduced no. their um, Panzerfaust, and obviously yeah. Skirts was in the earlier books, so nothing new here. Uh, it's not like last time the AOP and all that kind of good stuff in the American book. But we do yeah, like do, do like Panzerfaust Limited. That's a good way of doing mm-hmm. that rule. Makes them a bit more useful than they used to be. Yeah, really. And also, like I say, Mount Assault and how it works now. I like it, but also I think now they've said you only get forced off the assault by having two bell tanks in your top on zero that makes my assault a bit more yeah buddy impressive so we got something i want to really want to try out when i get the 250s all right so the last um faq basically said um the only way to stop an assault now is to even if your top armor zero is to, is to bail or destroy two tanks but old okay. um hit them five times doesn't work anymore so basically everything okay. is standardized in the same way yeah, that's going to be difficult to stop then. Because even though they're zero, you're right, you've still got a chance most of the time against small arms. Yeah. Like I say, mm-hmm. and generally, apart from... Yeah, definitely against Americans, but against most people, you're only ever going to have one anti-tank weapon, like a Piet. Now, the American ARP with five bazookas, they're probably sitting there <laughs> going, come at us! But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Putting fresh back just the bazooka grips. Come on then, boys. 
Kimbo bazookas. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's the special rules. And we get your background section we just talked about. Just talking about it's basically D-Day, as it were, right to nightfall. Yeah. Uh, and we do go to that bit more. We get to the army books, like, each of the armies later. Uh, uh, know your panzers. Yeah, mine's got a misprint in this version. Has it? It just, it just has tiger, 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 tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what have we got? What have we got in here? We've got Panzer IV. Yep. The Panther. Totally underrated tank. I need to get my Panzer IV company finished off and get out there. Yeah. I like Panzer IV. Yeah, they're very good. Tigers. Um, Stug. Stug and Stu. <laughs> uh, the Panzer yeah. with Zimmerit. Yes, new plastic kit. Yeah. New plastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Panzer IV looks really good. Yeah, Panzer IV is a uh, resin kit still. So it's, I'm guessing if they give you a plastic one, they'll probably save it for the non Zimmerit version for late late war. Mm. And then we will have 40. Yes, it <laughs> will. But we'll go heavy on that. And then, yeah, when also continue the American theme, we've got Know Your Infantry. So again, we're going to the yep. main blocks. So you've got the Beach Defence, Gradier Company, who are basically um, old guys, didn't really want to be there. So they got a new rule called Family Men, which means their last stand is worse than their motivation. So confident, 4 plus, but their last stand is 5 plus. Yeah, it's the opposite of um, the, what you used to get with German infantry, isn't it? Yeah, with the, um, that, yeah, Reich. Yeah, I think they had that. Did they have that in Fortress Europe? I think some of them were reluctant, yeah. yeah. Um, they're conscripts, they're hit on freeze, aggressive, which is not so much aggressive, they just hit on freeze. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. We'll, we'll come over this when we do the formations, but some of this seems a little odd to me, but we'll, yeah. we'll cover that in the actual formation itself. Uh, we've got Made Company, which are obviously your fearless veteran, careful you expect. Whoop, whoop. Um, on Panzergradiers and Panzergradiers, the trucks, all the same. Panzerleer, yeah. oh. But I will, yeah, one little thing here. They say, they show Leah as, as on the Panzergradier company when Leah was the only one that didn't have trucked infantry because they, they were all half trucked. They were all, yeah. Um, Recce Company, which is one we'll talk about a bit more because it's the one that I'm really excited about. Uh, they're <laughs> basically the same as normal Panzergradiers, effectively. Just, they just got more half tracks because they got shorter half tracks. All aboard the short half track. <laughs> Ooh, uh, the short half track. <laughs> and then we get the force chart. Um, a bit like the American one, they've split it out into sort of the, your, your D day and your D plus one. So, beach oh, yeah. so got beach defenders, Falschermega, and then the Panzer, divi- Panzer divisions, basically. Which again is a nice way of grouping them just into the bits that. The bits when um, you know, Hitler wakes up and finally gets around to releasing the tanks. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. I was wrong. It's finally decided it's a good idea. Uh, those? Yeah, support units. I think the big one is um, the Puma appears. We've got two recce boxes, which can be either the um, 250 half-track um, or the little two-centimeter turret, or the Puma. You could also have up to two platoons of the 8.8 tank on the platoon, Whoa. which is a really nice new plastic um, model, the Cruciform Pack 40, um, Pack 43. Yep. Yeah. Uh, long barrel 88, and that's just going to mess up anything, especially when the Churchills arrive with the British book later. <laughs> yeah, we'll take those yeah. off. You got all yeah. the artillery options you normally have, so you have two lots of 105s or Hummels. 
Um, well, sorry, well, yeah, one could be Fred West, Hummel. one could be Hummels. And you've got a third artillery box in Nebs. You've now got a Panzer 3 OP rather than a Panzer 2 OP, not it makes a huge difference. And then normal um, section of AA, including a little two centimeter toad guns in. Yeah, which is nice. Make a long overdue appearance. So it's not massively different to Fortress Europe in terms of stuff in there, apart from, like, say, the Recce and the uh, Jagdpanzer Fours, but they're basically Stugs. Yeah, the, Re- the Recce's quite different, isn't it? The Recce's a big change, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does still have the wildcard box. Yep. Which, have we seen anything for the wildcard ever? I don't think we have, <laughs> have we? I thought that was no. the 90th Light. Wasn't that a wildcard box? No, it was maybe a... Right, so 90th Light was meant to be a wildcard, and then it just became its own formation yeah, in the box, formation. basically. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I suspect we... Yeah, we'll get on to it in a minute um, about where, where, how that may reappear. Because <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, let, I'll let Duncan get a froth up on that. Um, <laughs> my eyes twitching. Yeah. He's, he's going for it. Um, yeah. I mean, that'd be that'd be nice to see. Some, like that may be the you're saying before about like having the remote controlled company. I mean, this yeah. is complete guesswork here. But if I was just you know, if I could wave my magic wand and get what I wanted, it'll be to bring back the old clapped out King Tiger as a wild card unit. You know. Yeah. Oh, what the um. Like the radio-controlled... Yeah, Panzerliers yeah, radio control ones, which were the worst-performing King Tigers. In the process oh, of being oh. sent back and then got pushed in the yeast because, hey, there's a whole bunch of guys invading us. So. And we've got a King Tiger. Yeah. Um, and also, there's the formation support box, which states you may field compulsory combat units, i.e. ones with a solid black box, from any German or Waffen-SS formation. Ooh. Okay. So they're future proofing that you can take yeah. your core SS platoons as formation support in this one. Yeah. What That's we, quite what nice. Because what we are missing here is the Yag Panther and the King Tiger, and we expect we both of those to be in the Eastern Front book. So that'd be a good way of getting those guys back in so you can do your um, put a couple of Yag Panthers in to take out some Churchills and the like. <laughs> right. So formations then. Beach Three. Defenders. 357th Pegasus jumping over uh, basically their, their army um, symbol is a Pegasus cheating at a race course jumping over that <laughs> wings of their crazy. horse and jump over <laughs> they're very special See, this, so this is my first point of contention because the 352nd were actually very good yeah Yes. They were veteran troops. They were survivors from the um, the Soviet uh, Eastern Front, and like I think it was was it Kursk? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's Kursk they fought, but they were certainly in, in all, a lot of the major fighting in Army Group Center, and, and you know they were decent troops, but they're not treated dramatically different to the Seventh and Sixteenth, which are how can I put it politely? Less than they're optimal. not happy. Yeah, they're not very happy about being there in the first instance, let alone fighting anyone. Yeah, I mean, there is a command so, card, but basically upgrades your beach defenders, but only upgrades them to basically have rally three plus mm-hmm. and assault four plus. They're still green and they're still confident. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, I'd be inclined if I want to do three fifty seconds, the real crack guys, I'd probably just use a Panzergrenadier um, company. This is where doing it. 
that yeah. give you all the um, MG, the MG platoons rather than you know, rifle MG that kind of thing. But there's no differences. The the, the three fifty second and the seven sixteenth are both considered beach defence grenadier companies for the yeah. purposes of this book, aren't they? So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's no like, like in the old days we used to have the two different versions of different ratings. Well, I, I, yeah, part of me did think that was going to happen, though, obviously, because we got the, in the American book, we had the veteran and regular beach assault troops, didn't we? Essentially the yeah. same formations, but not um, yeah, n- different qualities and different points cost. So I, I, I did genuinely expect them to be here, but that's, you know, there's probably not a dramatic difference, I, I guess. Uh, in a day, it's going to be a force you use just for really um, doing the beach. Not, beach sorry, yeah. 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 I, That's part uh, of the thing. Atlantic uh, Warbook. A bit of 50 second I ever used to use in general gaming was a Fusilier, um, the Fusilier list. Like the guy that basically yeah. reserved troops on bicycles backed up by the Stugs. They were quite good. Yeah, because I can't think where they... Were they in front of Can after they retreated 350 second? Were they part of that where it got... They end over that way, yeah. Yeah, okay. And there is, there is a thing in here for the, for the Fusiliers. Um, the, for, uh, for the command cards, 30th Fast Brigade bicycle card. And yeah, what it allows cool. you to do is you discard this card that's rolling for reserves to re-roll all your reserve rolls. Because on bicycles, they get there quicker. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, that's like, really cool. Uh, but, uh, but it's for a beach defense company. Let's see, upgrade them. I mean, there is the, there is the 352nd infantry division command card yeah that's yeah. what i was just talking about yeah the one that gives you like say yeah. helps their rally in the salt basically yeah yeah. I, I, yeah I was more well, expecting it to have a skill rating and possibly a motivation rating different because they were actually i think the 352 might have been in front of thinking about it they were in front of the americans I think they were that, omaha beach so yeah. yes yeah. Omaha so that, that was part of the reason that omaha was such a, a pain to actually take as well because yeah. the defense well, was actually good. Well, mate, mate. Because these guys will rally on their three plus, you'll get that kind of effect. As, as we saw at the open day, you know, not be able to rally the Germans can be quite a hindrance. So, but uh, guys get the machine guns firing is going to be a big. It's going to be a big up. Actually, you're right. To be honest, it's probably difficult to talk about these outside of the scenarios because if they're designed to work with the scenarios, yeah, then things like the preparatory bombardment where everything is basically pinned, <laughs> that that three plus factor comes in a lot more than it would in a standard game necessarily Precisely. where yeah so actually you're you're right thinking about that it's, it's difficult to that's, contextualize that's, them that's probably why also they're going to be only ever be hit on aggressive as opposed to veteran yeah yeah that would make yeah, sense because otherwise because if they're spending most of the, the game gone to ground you know concealed because they're already in a really good position while they move then you're never going to be able to hit them yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I mean, this list isn't without its use. If you want cheap infantry to bulk out a Panzer company, you know, you have got, um, you know, a, a MG rifle platoon for a handful of points, basically. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's dirt cheap. Oh, oh my they've gosh. Also some, they've also yeah. got some interesting bits, like you've got the two mortar slots, where, yeah. you know, you've also got the 12-centimeter mortar coming in, which is very, very good. Yeah. So you can, as a cheap second formation, where in, for example, in the game you were playing, Eddie, where you could have something just sat on one side of your objectives and just went, all right, we're just going to plunk ourselves here. Unless yeah. someone's got the right tools to dig them out, they're still going to be a pain to shift, aren't they? Because they're going to have a, they're going to still have a Faust if you want one. Um, actually, we'll go into that now. Should we have a look at the, some of the options? 
Yeah, so basically you can, you can tweak them, can't you? So you've got two options, basically, how you fill them. Either fill them as a rifle team or as a better equipped MG team. So like I say, that gets back to the 352nd you actually had, who are better equipped with their more machine guns. And the big difference is obviously you go from being rectifier 2, 1 when you're pinned, to being rectifier 3, 2 when you're pinned. And that makes a big difference when you try to stop a whole bunch of rangers getting in your face. <laughs> um, you can equip those guys with the Panzerfaust, which means gives you that one-off shot. You can add up to two HMGs. You can add up to two Panzerstrecks, just still being like the little two-man team on the old four-man team involved. Yeah. And the Panzerstrecks can be dead helpful for dealing with like DE tanks, that kind of thing. So you but can really... You want... Yeah, was... if you really want to bulk out, if you take the the cheap troops and then yeah. take all of the options you've got one two three ten stands yep uh two shreks and a panzerfaust mm-hmm. and you're paying what 10 points less basically. than 10 points <laughs> you're 10 paying points? Yeah. 10 points bang on for a fully fleshed out but if you have if you have to rifle if you have to rifle mg teams it's about 10 points yeah. for a fully fleshed out team. i think that's pretty pretty yeah. well costed i mean it's you're right it's going to struggle to stop a real you know, if you've got one of, I know if it's out of context, but if you had a big blob of Soviet, you know, SMGs or something running towards you, you're going to potentially struggle a bit, but you've got, you know, two HMGs there as well. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, this is de- a... it's decent. There's also three slots in the formation to take these guys, so. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got, so then you've got up, like, you know, eight centimeter mortars, one twenty millimeter mortars, you've got the uh, infantry guns, both 7.5 and 15. A platoon, and more... t- platoon anti-tank guns, like fives or some um, other pack for the X, pack forties, and more well, as well. You you've got the option to take six of the eight centimeter and four of the twelves. Yep. And they're pretty cheap. I mean, the twelves oh. are twelves are decent. Yeah, they're going to be hurt by the fact they're um, five plus skill for the ranging in. But you got pre-range pre-range targets. You know, so you hit, like you know the seawall gap and that kind of thing. Hit guys coming through there or just in front of your defenses. Yeah, and you've got the infantry guns and the stuff that we've already seen. And in um, the cards, you've then got MG Ness <laughs> um, card, which lets you put all the MG teams in a platoon in Ness, basically. Yeah. And then you can do it with um, eight tank guns with a pack front card. So you can have all these guys dug in as well. So, you know, in like Ness, effectively, really make them survivable. Yeah, the packs are quite... The packs are still quite expensive, aren't they? 7.5s. They're not... They're not oh, yeah. I mean, it's still a pack 40 a day. But you're no, still, no, yeah. you're still sub ten points for free, which is pretty good value. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, but you, being aggressive, yeah. hitting on the, being hit on threes and, and still only rallying on a five plus. Yeah, but make but make those guys a nest, and they're always concealed. Yeah. Suddenly they hit on fours. Yes. Yeah. Does it count as bulletproof cover as well? Still, um, if you're in the no. nest, if you're in the nest, basically, it, um, basically you're in bulletproof cover. And then he's got a re-roll successful firepower checks. Okay. So it's really well, hard that, to kill. Yeah, that can make a quite a big difference, actually. Mm. Hmm. There's okay. part of me that thinks this would be a perfect proxy for a um, Berlin Defenders. Yeah. Any kind of, any kind of like second-line German force, basically. Yeah, like Volkswagen. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. All that kind of stuff. It's a really handy way of doing it with like some just cheap, reluctant, but still kind of useful troops. I, th- I think they're useful as long as you don't expect too much of them as well. Like they're, they're never going to go and 
take an objective for you, I don't think. <laughs> no. Um, because, I didn't know. Because... My, my, I always found reluctant troops always about my best performing troops because I always somehow pass reluctant checks. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think it's probably because you, you, you don't expect them to do too much as well. Yeah. There's that kind of psychological thing that you think, well, if they do anything, that's amazing because they're pretty crap. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't know. These, they seem well points, well yeah. points costed. And I think I think you will see people use them because they're like you said they're they're a way of including a cheap second formation. If nothing else, if you want to get some artillery in, um, you're paying a small tax to get some infantry to get just a wedge of mortars in for you. And cheap and, and talking of cheap expendable troops, you can also with the command cars turn these into Luftwaffe or field divisions. Oh, sixteenth. Yeah, so that basically turns um, it ups their counter-attack to 3+, which is quite good. Um, but they still stay 5-plus last stand. But the skill on tactics rolls go to 4-plus. So a little bit well, punchier. Yeah, so you could probably do a little, you know, got a little bit more punch than just a basic one. So skill on a 4-plus, okay. Yeah, well, um, so tactics on a 4-plus are still green, but they, yeah. they do orders yeah. better. Yes, if you want to do a shooting scoot or a follow me or no, not follow me, shooting scoot or a blitz. Yeah. Then okay. Or dig okay. in. <laughs> or dig in, yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. That that's worth considering. I think the counterattack on a three plus is useful if they're sat of you know sat on your objective. Yeah, they really are because they're not going to hit much on the first swing. Yeah. No. Um, but right, just so hanging in there. Yeah. There's two other cards that are worth marrying with Beach Defenders, just looking for it. One of them is getting back to what we just about Ostroops, Ost Battalion, which is a, a negative a negative cost Jesus. that makes your guys yeah. reluctant, uh, completely reluctant on so five plus. No, 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 no um, improvement. So much worse than normal guys. The other card Sorry. is Assault Battalion, which ups them to being fully confident. And trained with a stormtrooper on a three plus, but okay. has it, it does up the cost of the guys quite considerably. So, but it, mm. you know, there are options here. I like the, the German the German command cards are very good tailoring, like the American ones were, are very yeah. good tailoring the forces to give you more options like the the basic stats as it were. There's many tweaking stats. So if you've got yeah, a particular like command a play style, they can find something. I like the way they did that for the US, and I like the way they've done it here. Where, like you said, it's yeah. it's including more things that you want, not weird cards that you'll never see. Yeah, yeah what called the X Wing cards. Now, everything here is basically a title or something to give you, like, um, exactly yeah, an historical force, which is quite good. Plus, the old Tiger Aces card as well, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and the Broom Bard card as well. It's lets you put broom, uh, up to the Broom Bars in from the um, Fortress Europe book. Oh, that's good. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because there were some they used them. Uh, didn't they? It's just proper salt tanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Okay. So next up is Falschemager. Falschemager. Mm. Those 85 kilos or less people. <laughs> Maximum weight limit to be a Falschemager. Yeah, right. You must be this light to be a... Well, it's like a little at the recruitment station, like a little um, cutout. You must be this light to be a Falschemager. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so th these guys were gen were over on the US side as well, weren't they? Yeah, they so were Karen, Karen Tan, Tan. Sort of famous because yeah. you've got, you got hot airborne and airborne action going on. So 
Yeah, I think they fought all the way into the um, Brittany campaign as well, didn't they? Yep, they fought they were the main defenders. Yeah. So you've got three platoons of Falsha Maker, um, obviously two mandatory. You've got an MG platoon again, um, two mortar slots again, one being eight and one being 12 centimeter mortars. Um, and then, like I say, you can have a pack 40 platoon. So you've got quite a lot, a lot of options in the actual formation before you have to go out doing um, support options. Oh, they're pricey. Ooh. Yeah, they are pricey. 10 stands basic. Yeah, but they're not even full MG 42 stands. So, yeah, there's, there's 10 stands of them, but the, my God, they're expensive. And you're only getting two dice maximum from each stand shooting. Yeah, it's. I mean, price-wise, they're about the same as American Power Troops. Give people a, a rough idea. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, they're, they're well worth it, but... Yeah, and you've got a lot of options there. Again, you've got all the same options we just took with the Beach Defenders. Add a Panzerfaust, up the two HMGs, up the two Panzerstreks. So, you know, you can really bulk these guys out at Team a cost. Stands. Hmm? 14 stands. Yes, yeah, when you fully flesh them yeah. out, yeah. Now, that's a big yeah. opportunity to try and shift off an objective. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see companies of that size. No. You're going to get points sucked up way too quickly well, for that. I, I think it's because of the hit on fours. Your, your, your hit on value gives you, is the only kind of save that infantry have against artillery. Because um, it, you know, it's it's hit on four, you know, you go, oh, I've got repeat bombardment, i got five stand under the template. You know, I'm going to miss half of those. Hmm. So you only need to make now. Now you know. Now you only need to make two, two, two to three saving. You know, three up infantry saves. Yeah, I just I think you'll probably see these more as a single platoon associated to another company. That's just, if you're just not a Forschmiege in that. Well, no, I, I personally I would love to see a Forschmiege army. I think they're great. I think there's lots of things you can add in to make them look unique as well that you know you can replace the 105 artillery in support for recordless 105s and all that kind of stuff so you can make them a really thematic um beautiful looking force uh i just think from a gameplay perspective if you're going to have a fortune mega company you're gonna you're gonna have to play well i think because you're gonna have very few men <laughs> they're gonna be good they can be excellent men, but not many of them. I don't know, man. I mean, they're not that expensive. Well, okay, so if you take two platoons fully pointed out, plus the command, yeah. it's 40 points, roughly, isn't it? Yeah, it's 60 points left to add juicy things to support with yeah, them. I mean, you're not going to be taking like your whole mishmash of mixed everything together, but then that's, that's, the, that's what you pay for when you pay elite units. You get the formation is strong enough to carry itself. But that's only a company command and two platoons. So, you, you know, you, I think... It's a hell of a platoon, dude. I mean, they're not going to be running away until you've got less than three stands, and even then you've got a three-up save against it. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. actually, you know how, what? Just... How, many, how many veteran stands can you kill? To actually, just... They're, not, they're just not going to run away, ever. Just talking my way through that, though. 
So if if two platoons and a command stands forty odd points, yeah, then you you could do a fantastic sixty points of stuff to start in a game on table. Yeah, set yourself defensively and then have a mobile platoon in uh, a mobile company in reserve or something like that coming on. Mm-hmm. That would look cool, and it would probably be quite effective actually because tr- you're right, trying to dig out two platoons plus packs plus mortars out of that platoon is going to be horrific. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because the support stuff, the, the problem is, again, the support stuff pays the we're amazing tax, doesn't it? Same problem, yes, yeah. Yeah. But then again, it's it's got more survivability. Mm, has it? Yeah. Got a little bit. Veterancy is the best armor. Well, yeah, and actually, it's, it's, it's not that expensive. Well, it is, actually, because you get the, the 12 centimeters a short platoon anyway. For the mortars, you only get three rather than... Yeah, we need three. That just means if you lose, you don't need three. Rolling, and your eight eight centimeters are only four rather than six, which is not a big deal. But actually, that's that's yeah, not mega. um, Pack four is a little little pricey, but again, like say being careful, this is going to be hard to hit. Oh, careful and fearless will just upset people. It's worth the the anti tank guns are they're all expensive, but they are going to be serviceable almost all the time. Unless you actually physically put a round through them. Yeah, being raw horse artillery player, a fearless, a fearless yeah. tank gun is scary proposition for the enemy. <laughs> fearless veteran anti tank guns are just, yeah. Plus, it's also, you know, you, you're going to unpin that bit easier. Yeah. When you do, you get hit. Yeah, abs- yeah. And, uh, you know, three with a reroll for your company command on any of your stands is, is basically, you know, it's like an 87% chance or something ridiculous of passing your. T- your your test so motivation is not going to be a problem with these guys at all and plus they'll ha- they'll look awesome with the camo smocks and yeah lift off of blue helmets and yeah and then awesome. you can buy some sticks to go with them you can this is a this is a this was a curveball i didn't see this coming at all the full thought no. gun company I figured Stugs would be in here. I just figured it'd be the ones that supported three fifty, no, the three fifty second. Yeah, that was um, no, the standout Stug company in the Atlantic Wall. But um, yeah, I mean the Falcon Mega had Stugs. Well, that's for certain. Really? Yeah, so it's not un, no, it's not unreasonable proposition. I just didn't expect it to be this one. I thought it'd be an upgrade card or something. I but think these are very nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a standard sort of Stug platoon. You got. Um, HQ Stug, up to three platoons of Stugs, and obviously two of them mandatory. What the one yep. the second the second mandatory one could be a Stu assault platoon. We'll get to we'll get to the Stu because it has improved. And then you've got um, a, a, a supporting platoon, Falsh Omega or um, beach, a beach defence platoon. Yeah. Which is good cause that way you can kind of do the three the three fifty seconds um, Stugs still because obviously they've got the guys there. And yeah, yep. so it's a nice it's a nice little tidy. Platoon. Obviously, it's Doug's always a winner because it's just that nice combination of good armor, good gun, good mobility. All right, it's not fearless, as good as assault because fearless yeah. veteran, though. Fearless veteran, yeah. careful. Right, which is, I think, probably the reason why they are in here mm-hmm. to differentiate them from the front stick platoon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for what you're paying, though, these are... I think these are so well-costed. Uh, yeah, I don't, they're not paying... Uh, 
It's like you're paying a huge amount. I mean, um, in sums compared to a Panzer IV. Pan- Panzer IV is about five points, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so just look at um, so four Panzer IVs, four Stugs. Oh, that's that is interesting. So the Stug, four Stugs, is the same. Is one is a point more than four Panzer IVs. Yeah. So you're not paying that much for attacks, probably because. Although you're fearless, you obviously then have that, you, your counterattack's worse because you're an assault gun rather than a tank. And your yeah. assault value is worse because you're, um, a, yeah. So that helps, and obviously you don't want to, you're not using those guys for that, so actually it helps make it for a reason, very reasonable gun. I like this, yes. Yeah, for, the forward firing's a bit of a pain in the Yeah, part, that's but... a big, it, well, I say big, it's, it's more of a yeah. penalty than it used to be in version 4. But, but with veterancy, your ability to blitz yeah. should negate some of that. Front armor seven. Seven's that break point. Seven's a bit where it starts becoming really awkward to get rid of them. Yeah. You know, the best, thing, best thing about these guys is I've got these guys painted. I can use them right away. <laughs> <laughs> There's also I mean, a bit of got... penalty on the uh, the MGs. Well, the number of yes. MG shots. Yeah. They've only one. got three if stationary, two if moving. Yeah. Because all you've got is that little um, pop-up machine gun on the, on the gun. Yeah. I, th- now, I think what, these, yeah, the, the actual platoon, the platoon is, is well pointed. Yeah, what should talk about is the stew as well, because the stew has yeah. been improved, because now, yes, it's still right for one for it rather than two, it used to be, but now it can do a bombardment, which makes it a bit more versatile. It's not not terribly long range, and obviously it's only firepower free. That's, I say only firepower free, it's still pretty good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a handy little capability it didn't normally have. It does make that platoon a lot more versatile for fire support. Yeah, and you've got the heat ability as well. So even that anti-tank isn't, mm. whilst it's, it's like, lower, it's not terrible. It's, uh, well, at long range, effectively, it's no worse than the actual no. um, 7.5. But has a better firepower. Yeah. Has a better firepower, but only one shot. Yeah. So I think the stew suddenly got a bit more interesting. Because I think when it was in Fortress Europe... Um, we did have the bombardment. It's kind of why I take this over seven point five, and now yep. it's kind of, kind of go. Oh, okay. Actually, it's, it has this has its has its use. Well, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't throw if you're doing this formation, throwing three or four in your force. Yeah. In platoon, I, I just don't. You know, for the points you're paying, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. It's brutal. So you can just drive these guys up into someone's face. I oh, got bazookas. I'm just gonna sit here and pummel you with one of the at point blank range. Also, get the assault gun escorts card. Yes, which enables infantry teams from the Force Schumacher or Beach Defense Infantry Platoon from the formation to shoot while mounted on armored tank teams. Nice. Uh, one per tank, which is okay. That's nice, but you can dismount when charging into contact. Yeah. Right, so it's it. like it's like it's like a tanker Detsky card. Yep. So let's get. And like I say, it's a nice cheap card. I've never want, I always take it for my SMG company in my in my service. Never once actually used it because it's very situational. But for a point, you can afford to be situational. Actually, yeah. quickly backstepping, uh, backstepping. We should probably have also talked about the Fulgurshmiega cards. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is. Um, they're actually they're very good. The yeah. the defensive breast one for the second Fulgurshmiega gives you the ability to switch out. Um, a Fulsham platoon with a beach defence infantry platoon. Yep. That so gives that you... gives you some versatility. 
Like you, it gives you a cheaper platoon just to bulk, bulk out that, that, that formation, yeah. It, it really does. And also it gives you um, the spearhead rule. Yes. So fortune riggers can, can spearhead mm-hmm. and then deploy off that spearheading unit. But only the false maker. Only the false maker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and the fifth fortune maker is the um, no jump training, which uh, gives them a slight decrease in points, but changes them from fearless vets to fearless trained. Which is a good um, way of getting that little bit of cost out. Yeah. They're still careful. They're still careful. So they're still hit on fours. They are. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm not sure the points reduction's worth for the what you're saving per stuff. unit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But they're, you know. We well, if you're not going to assault, you know, you still you still got your four. If you're just going to sit on an objective... And not worry about fighting things off. I mean, that's the kind of thing you could take if you wanted just sheer number of bodies to be a like a big rolling road jam. You know, you're not expecting that. You don't give them pounds of house. You don't give them pounds of shreks. They're not there mm-hmm. to kill anything. They're just going to sit there with MGs and be be a big pain in the butt roadblock. Yeah, but it's a company card, so you have to take a whole company of them. Yeah, oh, but if you're doing it as your support, if you're doing it, you know, if you're doing like you say, the Force Mega Division, two two platoons with them with the HMGs and that card. I mean, yeah, saves okay. you, you know, some maybe points. some some points. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit interesting. I think it's gonna be one of those things. Just you know, give it a try and just see if it does make a huge difference. Yeah, the, the, one the last one's uh, Force Mega, the sixth Force Mega Regiment under under von der Height. Um, Major von der Height, uh, which gives you um, so any unit from this Forschinger company's unit leaders within six of the formation commander has a last down rating of two rather than three. Yeah, I, mean, I kind of miss the old zombie, uh, you know, Necromancer von der Height who's bringing him back, goes back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure this, this car's going to see too much. I think, you know, there's, a, there's too many. Yeah, do you read? Do you really need a last standard two plus with these guys? Well, not only that, it's, you have to be in six of the formation commander. Yeah. So it's this situational as well. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Exactly. <laughs> it really locks it down. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. We, the other one we were just talking about was the um, the Fulsham Panzer. Uh, sorry, Fulsham uh, Stug Company, wasn't it? Yes. I can't remember what that gives. Oh, the fact that no, that was the um, the tank riders one. Oh, is it the assault? Sorry, yeah, the assault. I think guns. that's the only one they've got, isn't it? He says. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it's going to be a car for downgrade them to cut to comfort them, but there isn't. And that's fine. I'm, no. I'm happy with fearless. Well, that's that's East Front, <laughs> isn't it? I think that's just. Yeah. Okay. We get a, we get a nice little map showing the Normandy campaign, including the Cherbourg Peninsula, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's the Brittany part, isn't it? The breakout yep. of. Cobra, it shows you where everyone went. Yeah, well, and showing all the German units, which is quite handy, so we can see everyone like you know SS, 21st Panzer over over by Khan, Lear, it's all good. And then also going to the breast campaign as well, and around Flay's Gap. So it's yeah, kind of the, next, the next step, isn't it? Yeah, so we did, we're now going to the pans the pans platoons. Yep. So, starting with Fez's favourite. Oh, Tigers. The 503. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, Heavy tank battalion. Which have, obviously, 
HQ, two compulsory take the tunes, a third optional, but new, improved, a formation anti-aircraft gun. Yeah. Yep. Because well, the Germans by this point had learned that everything has to wander around <laughs> with its own AA because there's no Luftwaffe anymore. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, so that's, that's it's, handy though, isn't it? Yeah, so only the two centimetre versions, either the single barrel or the quad barrel, but it's still better than nothing. Yeah, and you can up armour them, can't you? You can take the armoured card um, so that they're a bit a bit tougher. Um, as, we, as we were talking about before in the, in the show beforehand, it's the actual um, upgrade card's a good way of proxying in the Flak Panzer, which isn't in the book. Because it's all armour zero, which is what it was in the book anyway. So. Yeah. What? Little, what was the last standard remount of a Tiger? Uh, two plus. Mm, two. Okay, right. I'm just it's, a, it's, a tiger race. it's a Tiger Aces thing. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I, was, I thought it was a new change in this edition for some reason. My brain has stopped, stopped, got Tiger blindness. Yeah, I mean, the actual Tigers themselves aren't different to what you got in the, um, in the actual no. Fort Stewart book, apart from, yeah. like, say, the addition of the anti-aircraft platoon. But you can't not have Tigers in a Normandy book. Nope. And nope. they are so much cheaper now. In late war, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, you're probably looking around at eight, seven, seven or eight Tigers. Yeah. It's quite a bit. Yeah. Um, have got the uh, Tiger A skills in the command cards again. They do. A bit pricey, but it could be worth it. Well, you've got a couple, haven't you? You've got um, Tiger Ace, then you've got, uh, I think, Clever Hands, haven't you? Yeah, well, Tiger Ace is the card, and then it gives you the roll to see which yeah, one you for... get on each platoon. I think the two times that you used against me, Fez, I remember seeing both times, both yeah. games, you got roll over them, which never actually came up. Yeah, yeah. Nice hey, sort one platoon of infantry that's all the way over there. <laughs> like, can I not just, can I not blitz in a two plus, please? Can I not have a fire <laughs> three with my haunted gun? That'd be great. Like no, you're really good at driving over people. <laughs> Mowing down infantry is exactly what you want to do with that big ATA. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's well worth. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. we doing when I'm playing a game where he has one platoon of infantry is sat right <laughs> at the back of the board. My SMG company, yeah, yeah. Right, um, and then we have Panzerleer. Panzerleer with their Panzer the elite. Panzer. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's one of two units that you're really going to have in Normandy. Well, three if you count second, but second's pretty much the same as Lear for the most part. Yeah. And obviously, we're going to do this because, um, like I say, we'll get onto the one that isn't in it in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, the nice thing about Panzer is because it was meant to be the archetypical unit for the for demonstration, if you have Lear in it, it sort of ticks the boxes for everyone else. Yeah. So you've got um, the first formation, the Panther Tanks. Again, not a massive change from... Actually, I'm not sure it is, because you can have a Tiger platoon, the Panzer IV platoon in it now. You can now, yeah. That was yeah, it always big... used to be just Panthers, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so always was, has changed. You always had to, you always had to pick, pick your cat and stick yeah. with it. Now you can have a little bit of everything. Yeah, so you've got a Panther HQ, one Mantry Panther platoon, a... no Mantry platoon can be Panthers or Tigers. Yeah. And then a third box, which can be Panthers or Panzer IVs. Yeah. And finally, an AA platoon, which could be either the mobile wagon, which will, or the um, <laughs> two centimeter ten dash four. 
So you've got, like I say, a lot of options there. We've nice have an infantry box, but hey, we'll go with that. Um, and like I say, having that sort of tigers in is quite interesting, because obviously it gives you a sort of, not cheaper, but a you could have like a free tank panther with a two tank tiger platoon just to help. Yeah. Yeah. Cost down. Well, the tiger... that, that's still a lot of points. It's still going to be rocking about 65 points. Oh, they? definitely. Yeah, yeah. Then you put in the AA as well. And the Panthers themselves are a different, again, they're all confident, veteran, careful. I think there's benefit from having that slightly more versatility in the formation. Yeah. And the mobile wagon is sexy as ever. Look, 3.7. So, and that firepower four plus would be dead handy against um, thunderbolts raging around. Yeah, it's um, it's got quite a decent rate of fire as well, isn't it? Yeah, rate of fire three. And you got a bit of armor two with the front armor two and side armor one, so it's quite a handy little AA option compared to the two set versions. Yeah, I had to do a bit of googling on this because um, I didn't think they were there in Normandy, but they they totally were the mobile yeah, wagons. Yeah, I knew I knew I knew um second had them. I wasn't sure if oh. uh, Leah had them as well, but um, Atlantic Walls has had them, so. They've been around in for a while, this. So, yeah, that's the Panthers. Then, Panthers are still front armor cheap, are they? Yeah. They're not. There's a couple of cards. We'll just go back to the cards. Um, one for. I've just got to find it again now. Some cards that make them cheaper. So, uh, second Panzer gives you no. The second part of the card I can't find it. It's looking now. Um, 116th Panzer Division, Greyhound. All oh, units yeah. formation use Third Reich. Have a last stand of 5 plus. A tactics rating of 4 plus. Um, but it's, it takes off minus 2 points per unit, basically. Ooh, that, that's you know, a tough sell. But, but yeah, it adds up. Otherwise, you've got Ninth Panzer, which is rebuilding. All units in this formation have a tactics rating of four from minus one point per unit. So you still keep your um, three plus last stand, be on four plus. Yeah. It's like, are you saving enough points here to get to get a gain? That's probably the question. I'm not quite sure you are, even with a minus two. Well, yeah, I mean, how many points? The trouble is it's because it's one point per unit. How many units realistically are you going to have of Panthers? And then what are you going to buy with those six yeah. points? That, what a puma! <laughs> yeah. It's not even six points, is it? The maximum you can have is th- four four units if you count the HQ, which are panther armed. Yeah. So you'd have to... Yeah, in, in buying ten panthers, you could save yourself four points. Or yeah. six if you go for a windhund, which is just... Uh, well, yeah. It's probably, it's probably not enough of a saving to do anything with it. Um, unfortunately not. I, I really like windhund, though. Mm, I used to have a little... Soft spot for the badge is really cool. Sorry. Uh, I, must, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell what the badge is, so I'm gonna have to look it up now. <laughs> it's an oval with a greyhound running on it across the Oh, yes, I guess it is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Santa, um, Santa's little helper, <laughs> exactly. Santa's <laughs> old helper. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, the Panthers are tr- always a tricky one to me because even playing um, mid war with them. They are an excellent tank. The problem is their side armor. Yeah, it was always the way. It's always yeah. It's just. It's interesting that now they're only front armor nine again. Well, the, the I'm going to think... keep that until they get to G with the, the little um, chin mount. That, um, yeah, chin... I hope so. Well, I, I, I think the problem they've got is that the tiger's one point more. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's not that. Yeah. It's not that the Panthers necessarily cost it. It's just when you say Tigers one point more, it's like the Tiger seems vastly undercosted. It's like. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's also got that benefit where you only have to take two in a platoon if you yeah. want to be cutting costs. Whereas you know the minimum investment you got with a Panther is is, is three, of three of them. Yeah. Which makes them pricey. I mean, I think they're still an excellent tank. I think they're still. I think it'll be I'll be amazed if you see too many companies of them, but I think they're an excellent platoon. For I support. think again to the next bit is the Panzer Four company where you can have the Panther as your second compulsory choice. You Ooh. can. I, yeah. I I rate that because obviously then you got HQ as a Panzer Four, one platoon of yes. Panzer Fours, and then you can have a, your next compulsory platoon is either Panzer Fours, Panthers, or Tigers. You still got two more boxes of Panzer Fours, and yep. then a mobile. And you can have your mobile wagon or um, ten four AA gun. At that point, I say, put your pant for a nat, and then bop, bop, um, put another, a, platoon, you know, a max strength platoon of Panzer Fours, maybe another platoon well, of Panzer Fours if you've got the points around. I think if you're playing sensible, you, you buy a Panther platoon of four, spend yeah. the points, and have, that's your entire one unit in reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've got, yeah, loads of Panzer Fours knocking around. It's yeah, interesting uh, that you don't. But that's oh. the thing, if you're going to put them in reserve, I'd have Tigers. You can't get enough of them. You get four tigers. Well, yeah, but four tigers is, I suppose, it's more points. But yeah, you, it's the same principle. The, the, thing, the thing with that 40%. is, you know, your panthers rocking in the flank. If you've had a bad game and got stalled up, then there's been times that where you've got an opponent's got a tank platoon waiting for you, and mm. you're coming onto a suboptimal position from reserves. You can't put them. You know, panthers are long range sniping at range you know you can't get close to me so i can save my side side armor if you need to get up close and personal in a, you know with reserves then tigers are the ones yeah or you you manipulate it i guess so that you can have them on the table and they form enough of a part of your company where you can do that yeah the panzer cheap enough I, I am surprised you don't get a in formation box for the panzer grenadiers but yeah. I think yeah, it just stops the... drop that with the Germans. Yeah, none of the Germans have it anymore. Stops yeah. the stops the formation from being too strong. Yeah. They've all it's got something... last stand already. Yeah, you can still have them like support choice, can't you? You, you can, it's just they're not in formation at that point, but yeah, you can totally take one unit. I mean, but but by that point you'd have everything being in the formation apart from the artillery. Yes. Which is a bit well. Not overpowered because I want it and I want to win. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, I think the the, for me, I'd have to agree with you. Lee, the Panzer Four is excellent, an excellent way to go for mid war uh, for late war. Sorry, yeah, also the Panzer Four is just a good tank, especially against when you're facing off American Shermans. It's yeah, it's a perfectly adequate tank. Maybe when you start facing British Churchills, it starts getting a little bit creaky, but that's but even then. You, know, you can still have your Panthers in support. So that what do you mean thing. I have to take two HQ Panthers? What's that about? Yeah, yeah. you can't no have one or two one. now. No option for one? Oh. Nope. Fake indignation. <laughs> Get them in. Get them in. Okay. So next is um, Panzer Grenadier Company. Not yep. much talk about that. It's pretty much the same apart from the fact you can now have a Recky platoon as one of your... Um, Yes, yeah, so your compulsory choice can now be one Panzer Grenadier platoon, 
I mean, the yeah. second box is a Panzergrenadier platoon, sorry, an armored Panzergrenadier platoon, a Panzergrenadier platoon, either truck ones or a wrecking platoon, which might help take some of the cost out. But seeming it's like, it's a bit weird because even, even the armored ones, you can have them with and without. Oh, no, you can't, sorry, that's not true. Ignore that. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's why I got the Panzergrenadier platoon there because you don't have them with half trucks. But other why? than that, formation is pretty much the same. Puff has got AA in it now. We didn't have AA in it previously, the, the Panzerfaust are more than the standard Grenadiers. Are they? Yeah, yeah, but, they're, they're, yeah because they're confident veteran. So beach defenders being only um, green, they probably cost less. The oh. make there are two for the Falschermaker as well, so that's probably... I think yeah. once, you get to, once you get the veteran, it gets a bit pricier. Sorry, I only just picked that up. I was just like, oh. I think the big difference between this and Fortress Europe is the Panzertreks can have up to three Panzertrek teams. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of Panzer Shreks in there. <laughs> well, that was the, 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 that, the actual Panzerleer tank hunter team kind of thing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Exactly I was going to say that was the Lear's thing, wasn't it? Lear had Panzer Shreks coming out the wazoo. Yeah, yeah, so if I was using this for second Panzer, I'd probably only have one, have the HQ one being put in there. But yeah, Lear had like, like almost a couple of the Americans and having one per, t- per, one per squad. Yeah. So. so that's mm. cool. Other than that, like I say, it's all pretty much the same options and everything. Were, were there flamethrowers in yeah. the Fortress Europe? They were. Yeah, Chris Pants had flamethrowers, I'm guessing. Too. Can I draw your attention to uh, page 51 of the book? Um, the picture can. at the top. Where uh, you have that Flak 88 and the, the guy's got his <laughs> big finger. He's looking at a target down the road but the gun is elevated. <laughs> right. yes. It's a real, it's a real lofty yeah. shot. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, plunging fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any um, command cars we should talk about for the Panzergrenadiers while we're here? We yeah, on? so um, I believe the cars were earlier apply for the Panzergrenadiers too. Let's quickly quick check. They can do the Greyhound. Yeah, so yeah, Greyhound and the other one. The Greyhound can be applied to any tank or Panzergrenadier platoon. Oh, and Knight can be applied to any tank or Panzergrenadier. So you can like Downgrade the infantry. At that point, that minus one might start mounting up. Mm-hmm. That might make a difference there than on the. Also, oh, yep, you've got a second Panzer. Night um, attacks. Uh, only applies to the Panzer Grenadier platoon, but if you give it, they can night attack. So they can't use it with armor, mm-hmm. so they can be a trucked version, but that's why you probably don't want the, the half tracks at night because it really. No. You don't need um, where the defender has minefields. So, yeah, so you can pick up against defend, a defensive player. So, most times, because most don't defend, it's not going to come up that often. But it's one point. Right. It's a situational. One point for a situational card. Not much. If you think your local meta is going to have it, pop it in. It's the themey thing, isn't it? If you want to do second panzer, you got a point. Yeah. Pop that in rather than the ubiquitous lucky card. And you know. What's, yeah. Another thing you got for these guys, just remembered, is pioneers. There oh, is, you have. Yeah. There is now a pioneer card. Uh, just quickly find it again. Uh, Pioneer Platoon top. and Panzer Pioneer Platoon. So Pioneer Platoon applies to the beach defence. That uh, basically means infantry teams using it across minefields and a 3+, dig in the 3+. Yeah, that's Panzer, nice. Yeah, the Panzer Pioneer one applies to armoured and non-armoured Panzer Grenadiers. And does it, they do it on 2+, basically. I, I think that makes more difference to the beach defenders because their skill rating is worse. Yeah. So being able to dig in on a 3+, Rather than what is it a five normally? Yeah, that's a big difference. Pretty good for a point. And then, 
Yeah. Also, the Pioneer Platoon can have the Goliath uh, remote yeah. control. Ooh. So it's a, it's, it's a yeah, discard cards. You discard it. You put the thing down. Um, basically, pick an infantry team or gun team up to twelve inches away and try and blow it up. Oh, I miss the old Goliath. I'm going to lie. Oh, the old rules you had to like defensify, and you, yeah, I used to love all that kind of. It stuff. took about twenty minutes, but in one of my first ever games, I I drove it into a building <laughs> for the US infantry, and when the smoke cleared, there wasn't a building or infantry left. <laughs> Excellent. Um, other than that, like I said, the truck grenadiers don't change much. Um, they gain twelve centimeter mortars, which is quite nice, and they can also, like I say, with the second um, compulsory slot, have either pants grenadiers. Armor Panzer ideas or Recce Platoon. So you go for quite a, like a relatively cheap company and have that one, two and a half tracks in for a bit of mobility. It's not bad. But yeah, other than that. So well, should we get on? It also gives you, it gives you the packs as well back in, doesn't it? Whereas the Armored one doesn't yes. have that option. So That's true, yes. Yeah. So the Armored one has for, um, stomach, yeah, yeah, sort of the, for support gun half tracks, doesn't it? But it doesn't have the pack. Yeah, board. but... Oh, it does have, it does it have a platform. Yeah, yeah. 7.5. It? it does, yeah. Oh, apologies. Yeah, it does. It's, it's further yeah. down. Sorry. Did not scooch down fast enough. Yeah, I think that, so I think the only difference between the two is that, like I said, the Panzergrenadiers get the 12 semi mortar. I can't see it for looking mm, on the other one. That makes sense. I, say, I like okay. the truck guys. Like I say, I like the fact I can have a, a platoon and a half truck guys in there. It's quite good. The ability to mix and match those in is quite nice. That is, yeah, you know, it gives you some flexibility. Right now, my favourite bit, bit of the favourite bit, yeah, the Recce Company. This is the one I've been looking forward to since it got announced at the open day. Because I'm thinking, is this where I get more pumas? And yes, it's <laughs> where I get more pumas. So um, obviously, it's loosely based on the Panzergrenadier um, Company HQ. A recce, recce, what they call recce platoon, which is basically the guys with the two fifty half tracks. Um, the second one is like the other ones, um, a choice of either another recce platoon, a panzergrenadier platoon, or an armored panzergrenadier platoon. And then your third box is also a split choice for the same thing. So you could have just one recce platoon and have more of the guys with the stretched half tracks or not that half tracks at all. I yeah, quite I quite like that because it means that you can run a recce platoon. Mm-hmm. Recce Company, if you you know just buy literally one box of half tracks, essentially. Yeah, because the half tracks are gonna get amount up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you then got two boxes for armor cars, either the Puma or the 250. Yep. You then have a box for for um, support um, armor car, 2347.5. You then also have a box for the 7.5 mount the 250 chassis. Another box of 7.5 mounted on the 251 chassis. So you can have a bizarre amount of anti-tank 9 in this army. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, also barrage. And, oh, and the barrage as well, yeah. Um, do they barrage? I think they barrage. Yeah, they do, don't they? Well, the 251, do uh, Oh, well, we need the... The 250 doesn't, and neither does the Puma-based one. They're both direct fire only. Oh, don't they? Oh. Yeah. So does the 251 do, then? I thought that did. I'm just well, looking. I might uh, just made that up. Yeah, you made it up. It, does, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. Apologies. So, but still, that's like um, like three platoons of like uh, like three to four tanks, basically. Fire tank. I say tanks. 
of armor chassis firing eight tank nine to help bulk out the pumas and that. So it's a surprising amount of firepower in this platoon. Not so much got all three of them. I thought it'd be like you know a choice of the three, but yeah, firepower three plus yeah, because it's a seven point five. Yes, yeah, so that's decent for digging out stuff as well. Yeah, you got platoon of pack forties, and you got platoon of um, the two fifty chassis eight centimeters as well. So it's got a lot. Oh, is that the mortars? Yeah, it's a not. This is a very nice sub-contained company because you got recce, you've mm-hmm. got artillery, you got direct firepower. The only thing you haven't got is AA. There's no organic AA platoon. Oh yeah. But you got enough out in the support, so it's not a huge hindrance. Plus, all the half tracks have yeah. AA machine guns. Yeah. AA MGs on. I think the bit. The other thing to note is that you can't have any Panzerschrecks in this in this army. You get Panzerfaust, but no optional Panzerschrecks. Okay. Kind of depends on who it is. Take them. Well, yeah. If you if you put the, if you hey, took yeah. yeah sorry, if the recce platoons can't. But if you took the Panzer Deer platoons, yes, you can. Well, where are they going to where are they going to put the Panzer Shreks? They've already they've already got like twenty guys jammed in the back of a top <laughs> True, true, very true. Yeah. So I see. This is a bit. So this has made. I mean, it's more pumas. I love pumas anyway. But um, I think this is probably one of the more interesting formations in the book after the, sort of the beach defenders and the um, Panzer Fours, because it is a very nice little infantry army with lots of options in it. Yeah. Um, like I say, because you can have all different types of um, Panzer Greeders, it's quite flexible in terms of how much you want to spend on money I mean, just, and points. Well, yeah, I mean, the, if you go with the reconnaissance platoons, it also gives you a ton of vehicle man and machine guns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a ridiculous number. Yeah, so I mean, the two fifty half track um, is basically almost like a like for like on the two two two. You got one with a machine gun and two with two centimeters. They got slightly better mobility and cross and um, they got better cross. No, four plus. It's not better cross, but slightly better mobility apart from road dash over a two two two. Yeah, and slightly better armor. We got side armor as well. I mean, the Puma is just you know. Sexy, basically. It's <laughs> it's still fast. It's got you know that tactical ten, cross country dash eighteen, road dash effect six, cross a four plus, which is quite impressive for how much heavy it is in the wheels. Um, its downside is it's only t- a too strong platoon, and you're reluctant. It is. Your last stand is you know it's, your last stand is just reluctant. Reluctant. So. Yeah. You've got to use yeah. that scout and spearhead to your max. You've got scout, thankfully. You've got spearhead. Everything got in this list has scout. Pretty much. Well, apart the recce troops don't. The recce platoons don't. Uh, Half tracks do. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. Huh. Okay, yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you got the option of having the slightly cheaper Puma as well, the one with the two centimeters, the actual 234 1. So if you just want something just purely recce, you can just downgrade them and go for so it's basically a glorified eight rad. Well, it does say uh, with their five centimeter guns, the big eight wheel Puma gave the light armored cars of the armored reconnaissance battalion some heavier backup. However, worried that commanders would start fights rather than scouting they were supposed to, later production switched to the two centimeter gun. Yep. Okay, realize not try to use it as a light tank. War gamers <laughs> cried in angst. <laughs> It's like a hundred voice, a thousand voices screamed out, and they're all cut off at once. And also, we've got a card to go with this, which is basically the recce card, which um, lets you feel the whole army of pumas. Oh god! Yeah. So, yeah, HQ puma and up to twelve <laughs> to pumas. 
uh, and then a recce platoon as um, infantry support for it. Yeah, and you can take two of the um, 7.5s as well. Yeah. He says, looking think, over his shoulder at the three boxes of pumas sitting on the shelf. <laughs> it's not enough. You need more. I need more, yeah. That's good. There's also a I, so that... here's the thing. I swear there's a fourth box. I can't find it. I swear there's a fourth <laughs> box. Because the other three have got their cellophane on. Normally when I buy a box, I always take the cellophane off at least one just to do a dry build and that kind of thing. Just hold spruce my hands. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, I suspect there's still a fourth box somewhere. I just need to find it. What's with the half-track scout company? So that's the um, two, that's the, uh, two fifty, the two centimeter guns on. It's basically the same as the yeah. Puma. Oh, okay, two fifty. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I was getting yeah. It's it's quite a cool. I think you're right. It's it's a cool looking and I think it's a cool um, game feel if you like, for want of a better word, this formation. I think it's, it's, it's the most unique platoon in, in, in this um, whole book, effectively. Every, I mean, I just can't believe how many 250s you'll need if you're going to do it. That's, I mean, it's always been the way when you do it. That's why you always used to be optional in the old, back in the old Yeah. Well, it's, still, it's still optional, I think, isn't it? You don't have to pay for them. You can just do as infantry teams. Well, you can just do them as a, a normal armour pads, grey deer platoon and just, like, just use 250s rather than 251s. Yeah. And if you look at the card, they're only passenger one, so you just have to get your players group. You use them as proxies for 251s, but hmm. it's not an option there. Another yeah, cool. two, another 250 related card is the OP. So oh, there's yeah. a there's an SD KFZ 250 OP card. Zero, yeah, it's yeah. Um, zero points rather than the one point you pay for a Panzer three OP, and it's just it's just a um, basically a 250 OP basically. Right, so it replaces the Panzer three. <laughs> Yeah, it replaces the Panzer free. Yeah. So it gives yeah, you a, a cheap free. OP. And for yeah, a zero-point card, it makes it a lot you know, put it in. What? No, it's the it's, same it's, price. It's the same price as the Panzer three. No, it's, no. it's, it's zero points. Yeah, points. You replace the Panzer three OP with yeah, a... Yeah, German build unit, Panzer three OP. You can't... You have to buy the unit, and then you replace oh, it. Oh, no, he's right. It's oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you don't get a free observer. You have to. You basically replace no. the Panzer three with a two fifty. Right. Okay. Why would you do that? Because uh, you like two fifties. You don't want a Panzer three driving around with your recce company. Yeah, I think at that point it's just a game, mm. um, a flavor thing. It's a flavor thing. Yeah. Unless, I mean, does the observer? Oh, it does have scout. Yeah, all the observers have scouts. Um, does it have spearhead? No, no, it's the same. No. Yeah, I don't know what you get. Uh, you get a cool T50 instead of a Panzer three. Yeah, meh. Yeah. All in all, that's okay. a, a loss leader. Oh, you get a better road dash. <laughs> <laughs> that all important. Yeah, for road dash. Worse armor. Better road dash. Yeah, it's just if you have a 250. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I, well, I read that the same way as you, Lee, though. I did read that as a. Yeah, well, you get I, one free. Oh, well. I can see, I can well, see what Fish is saying, though. It would be physically hard, easier to hide. Yeah. Mm, all right. Okay, so support units. Whoop, whoop. 
Yeah, first you've got Yank yeah. Panzer Fours. So flat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, when you get down well, to it, it's not a lot different to a Stug on this one. I was going to say, what's the difference to a Stug? It's, it's, it's not fearless compared to the ones in the rest of the book, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, and it's got a better... Nice. No, it's not got a better last hand. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. is that? Yeah. It's well, a slightly, yeah. slightly, slightly cheaper. It's the same points. The same points, yeah. <laughs> oh well, they put in the book. If you if you want to be absolutely correct for doing a second Panzer or or Lear, there you go, you've got the Yang Panzers. Yep. Otherwise just use the fearless dugs. I think well, is this is this part of Battlefront trying to listen to people who didn't like the fact that there's such a limited because there's so much in in terms of the scale we're talking about. There's so much where there is no difference between these two units, other than they look a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. For the sake of what we're playing, and yet people, yeah. wouldn't if they weren't in the book, uh, a little bit. But then, why not give them some kind of differentiation to a stook? Because they're making the makes... same points and not as good. Or make it slightly cheaper. Makes fits. balancing. Yeah. People then run a ton of Jagdpanzer fours, which they weren't well, actually there. You can only have you only have one support. It's a support platoon, rather. So yeah, I can only have one. That's uh, that. That's kind of where I I understand is. I'm gonna be honest. That I I think I'll be going for the second thing that's in that box in the four diagram, the eight point eight tank hunter platoon. Mm, yes, please. Because form. Flat, flat, flat. Flat pack guns, if I think is it. <laughs> well, these are I mean, the AT version, aren't they? These are the full yeah. potato. Full um, potato. Yeah, full so potato and a tank gun. Yeah, potato can. veteran careful, so it could be fairly well hid. It's a large gun, so I don't think you can ambush in 16, but hey, you oh, got that. Oh, gun. what a shame. <laughs> the You're range a of 48 inches is going to come across the table. Or, or, or as we like to call it, 17. the world. Yeah, eight tank 17. So it's going to mess up Churchill's, which is the main thing you got to worry about. And it's a nice new plastic model. So I I thought that they might have included uh, the ability for these guys to actually do a barrage. Right, right. Well, I'll just stop you there. There is um, two cards for the eight point eight. So the first one is the Saint Seventh Infantry Division. Um, these guys are basically rebuilding, so this downgrades them, so it makes them uh, point a point cheaper per gun, yep. They they go to being confident, trained, aggressive. That's quite a hit for minus one point, only one minus one point. Per mm. team. Yeah. You've got to have a, form, a beach defence formation as well, be using them. The other card yeah. is... Uh, let me see it. There's another card here for the 88. Oh, no, it's assault. That's the flank, though. It's for the no, flank gun. That's, that's no... no yeah, there's no card higher up. Yeah, let me find it. It is the 8.8cm tank hunter. The 1039th anti-tank artillery battalion had a dual mission operating as long-range artillery. This 8.8cm tank hunter platoon may fire an artillery bombardment with the following characteristics. Range, 88 inches. <laughs> 220 centimeters. Anti-tank 2, firepower 4+. plus. Yep. And so it's a nice way because it's, like oh, it's like a very small cost to it. So you, 
you put that until between a four or three of these guys, it makes them a much more versatile thing. Sit at the back. Yep. It's the, oh, your tanks all avoid me. Fine, I'll just shoot artillery on your infantry. I just repeat bombard using my T fifty AP. Yeah, I think for a point. AP now just to have one. If you've got a point knocking around, yeah, give it. I mean, that's always hard in the German force to find that point and just knock it around because normally you just spin it, get the Panzerfaust on somebody. But I think, yeah, I mean, for for three of them with that card, is it? Cheaper than the 105s, he says. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's the same point cost as a 105 battery. You don't have smoke. You've only got three no. guns, so if you lose one, yep, you've got worse firepower. But oh my gosh, do you have a better anti-tank value? Mm-hmm. I think it's options. It's nice. It's nice that it's there. Yeah, it makes them a bit more. You know, it's. it's more versatile versatility to a, a new shiny unit. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's still got your um, eighty-eight, your classic eighty-eight and the AA platoon <laughs> version. The OG eighty-eight. Yeah. yeah. Again, there's a card there to downgrade these guys. Be more, more like Luftwaffe, so they go confident, trained, aggressive. And if you just have them at the back shooting down the aircraft, that's fine. But if you're going as an anti-tank, well, it's probably. Um... Yeah, but if you do that, that makes them two points each. That's true. Holy oh, minus one, oh, it's minus one per gun. Okay. Yeah, per gun. gun. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh. Okay. I mean, you yeah. can buy two is... 88s for four points. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Why are you looking at two? Two, two for wimps. Well, yeah, <laughs> get, right. Get four of them in. <laughs> no, but, but that's, I mean, that's scary. I mean, it doesn't matter what the rating is on them. You know, four packs, you know, uh, Black packs, 36s. Uh, that's going to ruin someone's day. They're going to have put, to deal with put, that. Put them ambush as well, so you can't get a cheap shot on them, and so just look yeah. around. Lacking <laughs> <laughs> in ambush. Yeah. Well, what did they mistake them for? On the side of a building. Yeah. Telegraph pole. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the telegraph pole a bit of plywood leaning against it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still, I think they're still good. I think you could, you know, you could do the... Um, the cheaper ones, and, and I don't think it matters that much difference. No. Yeah, I mean the death, the death of the eighty-eight came in the form of the jumbos. Yeah, and the, and the, and the Churchill and the Churchill seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that's until until the Allies get access to those. I think it's still the king of the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. for, like I said, for eight points for eight shots at eighty fourteen. <laughs> Yeah, because your skill doesn't matter for hitting the enemy. Yes. <laughs> oh, hello, Sherman. Bye-bye, Sherman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a firefly, are you? Oh, that's sweet. Oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> yeah. Take it off. Yeah. I've still got a four-up save. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get... Get into the lesser AA now. Yeah, so you've got all your two centimeters, your quads, your, your single. And let's say we also get the toad two centimeters, which is... No, about the same. It's, it's no cheaper than the actual self-propelled version. Free, so, free save. The, yeah, it's got free save. It's, it's interesting as well. The um, the quad and the single, same points. The only difference is number of holes. I uh, know the quads are a point more expensive. Mm, no quad. Yeah, quad and, they, and it's, it's three, three three quads versus four singles for the same. Yeah. 
So you know, you it's weird. Many. It's, a weird. it's a weird breakdown. Mm. And then you've got artillery, so you've got your Western, your Hummels, your 105s, your Nabs, and Panzer 3 OP. Now, another card to mention that's worth bringing up is you've got a downgrade card for the 105s. Yeah. Um, so, minus one, again, minus one point per gun makes them confident, trained, aggressive. You've that's got cards. You yeah, you've got cards to add in Soviet guns. Yeah, that's the one you want. That's the one you want. That's the one. So, 122 76s. Uh, I think they're confident. Uh, what are they? Where's that card? Confident and aggressive, trained. Yeah. And then also, you've got Screaming, the Screaming Mimi's card, which means yes. if you play that, you can swap out one of your 105s for a Neb platoon. But you know, have two lots of nebs. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not That's quite sure fine. why it wasn't another option on the box, but hey, it's fair. Is it right. any points for that? Uh, no, no, it's a point. point. Just, just a thing that lets you just have extra nebs. It just lets you do it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that okay. that would, you know, I think it comes back to kind of like the, the difference between the like solid book with the extra flavor of command cards but uh, you know it means that you can turn around and say okay i don't you know we're gonna run no command cards because i just want lists from the book and that'll stop people turning up with 12 nebelwerfers mm-hmm. you know which we're a salver sorry i'm not sure 12 nebelwerfers is, is going to be too much for a... well Two salvos. Game broker. Rerolling misses. You know, covering the opponent's deployment area. Yeah. Hmm. I still think okay. 122 mil guns are nicer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you want. You want some uh, of them? Some, should we go through some of the other um, command cards we've got? Yep. Yeah, because so. that's the end of all the. That's the end of all the, the unit entries, isn't Units. it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So can Mori... we talk can we talk about my favourite? Well, let's do let's do what is in the command cards first. And then you can talk about what oh. you want to be in the command cards. No no, no uh, the command cards are, uh, the, there's one in there oh. that I really like, the looted tank one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of when I was talking about it. Wow. Yeah. You can feel an M5 Stuart for three points, M eight sorry, I won't mention what uh, M eight or a Sherman, or a Firefly. And what, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a unit in itself. It's not actually an addition to another unit, is it? No, it's... It's, it's, um, it's, like, it's just like the uh, tanks in It's the like the... Yeah. Because yeah, in the, the old She's 25 fine, Panzers are old, used to have it as part of the platoon, didn't it? But yeah, it's cool. It's a nice yeah. way of getting a, a, a Firefly, which is always good. <laughs> got moving, but importantly, it's got a moving rate of fire one, and it's an independent tank team, so you're not yeah. going to be sitting there Claiming objectives and yeah, I think the moving rate of fire ones just so the American ones it... don't use the stabilizers basically. Has it got a, a lit rate of fire one because it says 75 mil or 37 mil guns? Yeah, so it's just saying that the, the Stuart and the Sherman can't use its stabilizers basically. Okay, so the Firefly is just the, re- the Firefly stays fire one, fire one well. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. You've also got, that... yes, that's good. Yeah, like I used to got dug in Panzer fours, so you can put your Panzer fours in like um, scrapes, to to, to, to to improvise turret guns, which is what, what does that first. Um, so basically, it means Panzer four tanks is you know concealed and cannot move, but can rotate its turret to face a t- target when shooting. 
Treat all hits in these tanks to build a turret when determined whether it's front or side armor. If placed in ambush, they must be more than six inches away from all enemy teams. Yeah. Okay. Just save you walking yeah. over Panzer fours and then finding out they're actually alive. <laughs> yeah, so basically, if you, get, if you want to go super defensive, you can go beach defense with Panzer fours, machine gun nest, the pack front, and the dug in Panzers, and like go for like a massive fort flight line. <laughs> and then you throw. Fields. Yeah, I mean, for your old Minefields card, which lets you place at the start of the game, you and your opponent um, alternate placing minefield markers in no man's land. Um, I mean, basically, if you all your forces, all your own, yeah. all your own, yeah. And then basically, you alternate um, basically seeing if you're within two inches, you then see if it's actually a minefield or if it's just a dummy marker. But I think so it's your good. opponent's going to your opponent places two of those five markers. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah. they're probably going to put them right next to your own guys in your own deployment zone just to mess you up. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've deployed in a minefield. Always funny. Okay. Yeah. Well, I suppose, um, you know, deploying in a minefield is a valid thing. It'd make him think twice about assaulting you. That's true. As long as you don't true. move, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're all right. Just don't run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we've got um, the. Warriors. So we've got Vader, who can be taken for beach defence. And basically lets you roll uh, range in artillery better. And if you roll, then you can immediately range in another one, which is quite cool for bringing artillery in. you got Heinz Deutsch, who basically is a stud commander, who can basically re-roll one miss for his um, 7.5. Mm, quite, a lot, quite a lot of points for that, actually. Yeah, yeah they, now, these ones always tend to be a bit over-costed. Over yeah, Friedrich Adreo. Adreo. Um, he's basically commander of the 80 tank platoon. Discard this card. If this 88 tank hunter platoon has gone to ground or in ambush, all teams in this unit may reroll all failed rolls to hit when targeting more than 16 inches away. Ooh, ow. That's a lot of points for that. <laughs> it, can be, it can be really devastating, but a lot of points for a situational card. <laughs> yeah, God. And then we got Heinz Urt. Who, um, one question. I always discard this card. Ignore me. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, it's only once. One yeah. That's why I yeah, say it's a lot of points for a situational card. It is, yeah. Heinz. Yep. Out. Oh, so basically you can... Yeah, sorry. Let's try to get my head around that card. If the formation commander of this recce company is deployed, you may discard this card to roll die immediately after deployment. On a score of 3+, plus, this player has the first turn the rules for meeting engagement apply to all teams in this force. So if you're the defender, you can suddenly be at the first turn. But no bombardment. But no bombardments, but yeah. Unless it's in the formation. So yeah, your support has to do that, but you're yeah. like eight centimetres can fire. That's quite harsh as well, that your teams in your, form- in your force cannot be dug in or gone to ground at the end of the first turn. Well, mm. you're, you know, you're oh. Oh, at the end of your first turn. Yeah, so it means if you haven't shot with your artillery who's also not bombarding, they're still not gone to ground. Nor, nor can they dig in in the first turn. But how does that work if you are... It's a recce company, so you're always going to yep. be gone to ground. That's a weird card. I didn't quite get my hair out of that one. Yeah. Right, Herman, Dro- Herman Dropman. That's a great name. He's your power uh, trooper. <laughs> um, no, he's not. Formation commander hits a roll of 3+. That's quite cool. 
for Beach Defence Company, because normally we hit on fives. Tanks he hit will save his its top armour against its eight tank rating of four. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Um, for HQ is making an alien is making a combined assault with counter the Royal Three Plus. Again, that's a quite nice card. That's pretty if good. Go, if you're going for a Beach Defence Company. Mm. Yeah. That's I mean, worth. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt Nipsel, who I love the description of, despite his rebellious goatee and shaggy hair. And Officer Kurt, Kurt Nipple refused to ban anyone to fill the battle in the worst situation conditions. And basically, uh, you know, they, they may reroll all third rolls to hit each turn he shoots with his 8.8 gun. It's a tiger. Um, yeah. But again, lots of points for that. And it automatically passes all last turns. Yeah. So there. Yeah. That's, that's all the forces and all the cards. So I guess... All we've got left to mention in the book is just quick go over the scenarios we got. So we thought it was going to be Bockhart. The Bockhart missions were going to be in this, but apparently not. We did, yeah. Um, instead, we got some generic um, scenarios, which are all kind of cool looking. So but before we, got... we have got, just a note, we have got the painting guides with Vallejo colours again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yay. And yep. much like the American book, there's a, um, a link campaign. So you start to basically go through, basically reflecting the counterattacks off the beach, effectively. I really like this inclusion. I liked yeah. in the American book, and it's just as relevant here. Yeah, and it's completely different. So you can do the American one and do this one. It's really cool. Yeah. So this one, you've got Armoured Fury, which is interesting, because the defender sets up in like a little square to one side of the table, and the attacker has basically got a chance to completely bypass them. Okay. Um, so the attacker is going from one short edge to the other short edge. The defender sky is sitting between him and the objectives, but off to one side. So it does have, just have just have an ambush. This is like a they've broken through a hole, in, and it's, yeah. the defender's trying to re-plug that hole, I guess. Yeah. And then you've got outflanked, which I believe has appeared before. And that's um, basically you have the defender over to one side, you attack like an L-shaped deployment. That's um, be interesting. And then Breakout. Yeah, breakout has their um, attacker halfway at the table, but the defender's reserves come behind him, so you really got to try and punch through, before, otherwise you start getting shot in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. That's great for doing like the lace kind of breakout. So that's, uh, but nice, interesting missions. Um, I know Mark's looking to introduce them into like the general rotation, as it were, of a new or a new roll-off table. Well, that'd be good. And that's no bad thing because obviously it just has a bit of variety into the whole thing we're doing right now. Hmm. Okay, and then the catalogue pages. Um, I say we already talked about the new stuff, really, like the new 88s and the 120 mortars. Plastic pan- uh, Zimbrit Panthers. Yes, yeah, about that. Uh, plastic Falschmager. We know they're soft plastic, but you know, the pictures of them, the book look quite nice. So, And the soft plastic was getting better over time. Yeah. And there's a new plastic 250 house track, which helps make doing that big platoon. There's an awful lot of hard or plastic troops in there, isn't there? Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So that is the German book. And you'll notice we've missed one unit out. Dun, dun, dun. How about it, Duncan? <laughs> there's no 21st Panzer. There's no 21st Panzer at all. Yeah. Right, now there's a caveat here, which is we get like a little word document, like briefing notes, basically saying when you can release date, when what release date is, when our embargo that ends. And it does almost anticipate in Duncan's rage, say, <laughs> 21st Panzer will be coming as an online 
was it was it PDF. Online, online PDFs to yes. put back in? But it's just like, how can you do a German D-Day book without Twenty First Panzer? Especially because they keep they keep getting mentioned the way through. Like, yes, that the, is a bit weird. The fact they like, mention them so much. It's like who was the only who was the only German armored force that actually counterattack and gets the beaches? Twenty First Panzer. Who was the only guys to react to react to the British landings at Pegasus Bridge? Twenty yeah. First Panzer. Who was the funky detective? Oh, that's after wait. That's one. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think it's just it's just odd because. I thought you might be able to use the 251 half tracks as an analog, and I yeah. think you can probably do that better with the Fortress Europe book. Um, so you, it it can be done. Yeah, and also the Panzer Fours of Panzer Fours, especially because the Flak Panzer is pretty much the same stats as the 250. Yes, uh, as, as as the little um, two centimeter half track. But like I said, yeah, the big I mean... thing, the real thing that really hurts you is you haven't got all those like you haven't got the you haven't got the um the Stug battery. Which is the most the, unique thing about Twenty First? Yeah, there's and no. Got, they haven't got those weird and wonderful artillery pieces. Like the Lorraine, Lorraine Schlepper's not in, but they no. can't. And using Western Hummel doesn't feel right as, as a proxy. It's a little <laughs> bit too good. Yeah. As it, were. It, it can be done, but yeah, I mean, the, you haven't got the Schleppers. You haven't also got the um, the variants on or the multiple mortar battery. Yeah, which you haven't I appreciate. Got the pack, pack forty mounted half tracks either. No, you don't. Um, no Marders in the book. You can't again. You can't use the proxium. You almost like say you're going back to using the Fortress Europe book to better do it. I, th- I think that's the problem. Is is that with the absence of any Marder, you know, Marder three, Marder one, whatever from the book prohibits you easily proxying, which is a, a slight shame. But I mean, I, I imagine that you can take. Can you take a Fortress Europe and a D-Day German? Formation, if you wanted to. Now, well, to beach landings. So, if you go by, they're not linked in the force diagrams in the same way it goes Panzer yeah. and um, yeah, or whatever it was. Um, what is it a German book? And um, Enemy of the Gates. No, that's a Soviet book. Iron Cross. Iron Cross. Iron Cross. That's it. So, they they had like a linked force diagram in Ghost Panzer. What you have got here is a caveat saying formation support. You may field compulsory combat units from any German or Waffen SS formation. So you could take compulsory choices from you know, um, Fortress Europe, but you ha- really have a unique compulsory cho- choices from yes. that across. But you could say take um, the recce, recce company, so recce teams here, and put them back into Fortress Europe. Yeah, but you couldn't do um, a beach landing company supported by, you know, no. Panzer Grenadiers from the 21st Panzer. No, not at the moment. No, not as it stands. But like I say, with the online release, that will hopefully come in. It does say you mm. may include formations from any German or Waffen SS book. What does it say about that, the formations? Under uh, the top of the page, it says TJ German Force. Your force must contain one formation from this force diagram. It may contain as many formations as you like. It may also include formations from any German or Waffen SS book. There you are. So that's, there's your caveat then. Okay, so that, that means you can... Yeah, so yeah, you can, and you can use the Vesp for a 105 Schlepper and, you know, the Hummel for a 150. It's possible. And actually, the 250 gives you a good analogue for the Schlepper OP now. Yep. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Expect, expect a Duncan get you by article. Keep... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have a look at that because I think um, it is important because it is, mm. not just because it's my force, but because, it, like you said, it was the kind of rock, if you like, of 
that the Germans built around, especially the, the, Brit- the British, se- the British sector. You know, twenty first Panzer just react. A lot of the issues that you have, you know, for the Allies, like not getting to car on that, is because you know, yeah. like the twenty first Panzer reacted so quickly. I mean, that's I like von Luck in that kind of thing. I hope we get a von Luck card. <laughs> well, he's a very interesting man as well. I don't know. I've actually uh, his autobiographies are worth well worth a read. I read um, that one. Yeah, especially. It's- pretty amazing um yeah i just i i, I don't know it's, it seems strange to me that this is a d-day book and it's omitted at the moment but like we said i, I get it from a cataloging perspective i do understand that, that the 21st panzer is all unique stuff i mean there is you know even the half tracks even you know when we're saying a half track's a half track they're very different looking and you wouldn't yeah. want to put something in there that's clearly so different i guess and so specialized i mean it is specialized as well it's like it's the it one is. book it's going to be in yes well, yeah. the other thing is it's it's such a brief time period it's available for it's like eight weeks yeah yeah exactly but actually you know in a in a five-year six-year war there's, <laughs> there's six weeks where the 21st panzer existed as a fighting formation in the in that particular guise and then it goes away again and then when it gets rebuilt in germany it goes back to being you know standard kit for one of a better word yeah so you know i do understand it's just i did have palpitations though because i didn't even see that briefing document until after i'd scooped through the book <laughs> twice and then yeah th- thankfully eddie did and talked and talked duncan off the ledge so yeah, yeah. Him down <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all my stuff starting with an s doesn't exist <laughs> but um <laughs> it, it i do like though the Going back to the, this particular book and the way it will hopefully interplay with the 21st Panzer, I love the fact that the 16th Luftwaffe is in there. Yeah. Because um, again, that fort uh, that was in front of Khan, um, it was integrating. You know, that's the famous story where Von Luck, um, you know, threatens the platoon commander to start shooting at tanks because mm-hmm. there's an 88 platoon that's less than enthusiastic about doing it. <laughs> um, and and just so that there's all those kind of little things. I think the command cards. I think. The trend at the moment seems to be that the books and the command cards are inseparable now. Whereas before they might have been a nice to have. I think that for the, like we were saying, there's a lot more unit specific stuff that's coming into the command cards that I think you, for the variety and for the depth of the people, yeah, what you're playing. want that. That's the thing. I mean, like, people say, why isn't it in the book? And I say, well, because if you're. If you just a lot, you know, we, we're invested in the hobby, we're full on hobbyists, we're historical war gamers, but for the people that I just want to kind of dip their toe in and are playing three or four other systems, you know, not having that in the way reduces that barrier to entry. Well, I just think it's one of those things as well where you can say to your friend, we're going to play on Thursday night and we're just going to play out the book. Yeah, exactly. Because they're segregated. What I meant is that I think that more and more, whereas before you you thought about, well, do I want to pick them up because you've got another iteration of, you know, lucky for want of a better word, yeah. is in there again. These all seem much more. I know you've got the soft skin transports and all that kind of stuff in there still, but they feel much more like an extension of the book, a logical extension. Yeah. And I think that that's that's only a good thing. But yeah, I, I like the fact that they are still disparate, and I would keep them that way because you don't have to play with them. Then they're not part of a standard format and you can exclude them and you can include them and they can add more in if they wanted to you know 
this is this is a way that in theory we could revisit Normandy and include some other extra units by just saying here's another deck of cards. This is yeah D-Day Germans too, for want of a better word. Um, here's your you know I don't know two hundred or hundred Panzer Brigade for fighting the Paris. We can come back round to it without having to release another book. And I, I think that that you know we know what the timelines are for release of books now. Um, but those cards will allow, hopefully allow a circling round if we need to. Yeah, very much Look so. And I, I, like, like Lee said as well, with the um, Yag Panther um, and the oh, Arden stuff, we're, we're assuming that he's going to be retrofitted, which, again, is fine. There's, you know, I don't think there's any burning hurry for any of that stuff. It's, it's stuff that probably should have been in there, but does it matter? Not really. Not straight away, no. I mean, that's the no. thing. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what happens to little things like we were talking about um, before about like the 7.5 recoilesses and yeah. stuff like that whether we'll see those phasing out I guess but then we've seen to- you know ground mount guns come back in which yeah. um, you know we've not seen that for yeah, a while the emission of the little recoilless 7.5 is weird because like I say every single Falschmager army I've ever faced has had those things in it's a nice little ambush gun, so it's a bit more weird. But is there so much difference between those in a in game terms? A pack forty, a lot. Yeah, I mean, the closest analogy is a, is a seven point five um, infantry gun. Infantry gun, right? But the fast way you don't get access to that, so it's not like you can really proxy it. Yeah, okay. So it's a bit it's a bit weird that one. But that might be an unofficial card, Jobby. I guess. Yeah, it's not sure what it has to be. It's like if you if you're doing the Falschmaker range, it just seems like an odd one to skip. If you get what I mean, it's like the artillery. Right, so don't get me wrong. The the coolest artillery, the Falschmaker and the Gerberes you use, it's like they're basically the same stats as the 105. They go with maybe a slightly shorter range and practicality. Yeah. But I'd be happy if they be proxies of 105. But they're um, like I said a little that little 7.5 infantry gun. It's just like. It's such a quintessential Falschmaker weapon. It's quite odd. It's not in the book and not in the range. I always wonder if they actually forgot about it <laughs> somehow. But, um, uh, yeah. Possibly. I mean, it's one of those things. It's just a little, it's a little two-gun platoon as well. Um, I, I get that two-gun platoons don't work as well in this version as they used to, but I still you know, like, I'll have it. Uh, yeah, I, I think. It'd be nice to, like you said, have something there, even if it's something you could easily, um, you know, proxy in. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think we're missing a few more bits than we were missing out of the US books. Yeah. But I don't think it's anything terminal. Yeah, I think obviously all. we know a lot of this could come back in the Eastern Front, but like say, so, like the Ag Panthers and King Tigers, which played mm-hmm. a small but important part of D-Day. They 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 fit better in Eastern Front, and they'll just come back later. Yeah. Well, they also they also fit better fighting the. I believe they fought the British. Yeah. So if we took if we're looking at these books as being pairs like we did in mid-war, you know, um, they weren't there against the, you know, we're talking about the Western half of the Normandy fighting with against the Americans. So they they weren't there. They were much more over towards Cannes and, and that theatre. So, you know, it might be we see those in the SS book, I guess. That's that's potential. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't think so. I think we were, well, I think we're seeing the Easter front book, but maybe, who knows? Yeah, I think as holistically, I think we've got an, a very serviceable German book. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, there's nothing at first glance, there's nothing super amazing awesome. But I think there's, uh, that's because it's. No. I mean, I'm just being honest. Right? That's because it's you know, obviously quite similar to the the German army hasn't changed a whole heap. It hasn't. It hasn't had the catastrophic losses yet in '44. No. Um, All the kind of no. thrown in there, kind of thing. So, but it, it, it then as you dive a bit deeper, you find the interesting recce company. You know the the tweaks that they've made to the fact that it's a fearless stood company is quite interesting. You know. I, so I, that, for me, the big the big winners out of this are the Luftwaffe. Uh, sorry, the uh, Fulschmiega, the Fulschmiega Stugs, and probably the um, Recce Company. I think they're the, the but they're the obvious things that are very different to what we've seen. But then again, also well. also the fact that they've changed the the Panther and Tiger, well, the Panther Company and the, the Panzer IV Company to allow you to take those core Tigers and Panthers mixed. That's quite big. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see actually on the tabletop. I don't think we'll. It's it's hard to appreciate those. On paper, I think yeah. it'll be when you start forming lists and actually get them on on the tabletop. Will, that'll be interesting to see. When um, the, the big core platoon is actually not a support platoon anymore, but part of the formation that you've got to yes. deal with. So you've either got to kill a lot of Panzer fours at that point, or yeah. work out some way of getting rid of, you know, two or three Tigers or Panthers, um, which is not, yeah, it's easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy because I'm a record company with Pumas at last. So, I like yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, the, the, I think I think the, the standout stuff is standout because it is just stuff we haven't seen before. In all honesty, I don't think there's anything dramatically underpowered or you know wonky about anything else. I think I'm just... looking forward to bringing my Stug battery against you guys, the Americans, and stuff at some point. <laughs> That's gonna uh, be okay. Yeah, the Stugs are good. Hmm. I'm not liking them. Worried now. <laughs> uh, just, they, they, they're just—they're going to be—they've always been that kind of hard thing to shift, you know, because they got yeah. that. Uh, is that magic armor seven makes your standard seventy-five Sherman cry at long range? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be—it's interesting again. It's just more interesting. Do you think that these? Um, how well these uh, forces will stand up to something on the Eastern Front, for example. I know that's out of context completely, but... I don't see what... Most Lombardic 88s will deal with you know, yeah. KVs and IS-2s when they appear. Lots of Panzer Shreks to help the T-34s try and rush an assault. And lots of MGs to do a massed infantry, so... I think you can do a lot of good proxying of, like, um, like second-line divisions with the beach defenders. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think that's something I hadn't considered, and it's definitely something having you guys talk through it now. Yeah, it's got my mind ticking over actually taking them out of that setting and using them as, like you said, you know, the um, the second line formations in in the Eastern Front, and yeah, you know, they kind of the, collapse just prior to progression. Yep, and the rec the recce companies are valid for um, you know, obviously not everyone had Pumas, but the um, two centimeter version and the two fifty. Yeah based half-track versions, they were quite widespread, so you could use those on the Eastern Front fairly easily without too much trouble. 
And like I say, I think the Panzer, Panther and Tiger formations are better than the Fortress Europe versions. So. Yeah, right. So, so I think they all value a better way of doing it. I mean, if you if you if you're not interested in D-Day and you've got Fortress Europe, you probably don't need to rush out to replace it with a D-Day book. But no. If you do, then I think that, like I said, the formations are slightly better. So yeah. Plus you got the extra missions. I mean, it's, it's a good. It's, it's going to be, you know, what? What's the retail? These things like twelve pounds normally. Yeah, I mean, the American book was huge. And was yeah. twelve pounds. So <laughs> I, I got the same. It's, it's, it's yeah. If it's twelve quid again, it's crackers. Frankly, it's, yeah. And and actually, when we while we're talking about crackers, picking up those starter boxes, um, you know, if you can go to your friendly independent retailer and get a small markdown on the standard price, I'm just picking up some. Uh, US stuff it was almost a no brainer to pick up the box set rather than you know just one portion of it you get so much stuff in them it's crazy it's good value it is ex- exceptional so events coming up um, yeah may or may not have already passed but the 11th of August we have <laughs> Team Yankee Global Conflict in Oxford 75 points one day Team, uh, team Yankee event um, and then Warfare, 16th and 17th of November. There's a Reading Mid and Late War competition. Uh, there's no point applying for the Mid one because uh, numbers one and two are currently talking on the podcast. Yeah. What's well, got two thumbs and is taking some stuff for the Mid War? These guys. We've <laughs> yeah. only got two thumbs. We've only got two thumbs. This year's Warfare Challenge to replace. Um... Tony the Tiger. Yeah, Tony the Tiger, he, he's been retired. Uh, and his mate Terry. This year is uh, Sherman's Not Germans. Sherman's Not Germans. The Sherman. <laughs> so, taking a Sherman company from mid war. The redheaded stepchild of uh, the American forces. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we, the, the rules are loosely. Uh, have a Sherman company, isn't it? Pretty much. Take a Sherman company and score points for killing tigers and martyrs. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll be everywhere. Apparently, yeah. No. In grey. Or, or light armoured, light, Italian light tanks or whatever it is. They, uh, stupid. Italian light tanks and 222s. Two, 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 yeah. ETC lists will spawn. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that's right. The front armour of Sherman's, what, six? Yeah, right. Stabilizers, just drive around. My my whole thing is just to make the opponent dizzy with how much my Shermans are moving all the time. <laughs> you just box off those objectives, it'll be fine. Yeah, just just like <laughs> circle the wagons around him. Yeah, it's all good. No problem. Yeah. Oh, it's a hundred and five points for mid war. It is a hundred and five, which is it's nice. It's nice. I was really, I was thinking really of just nice. doing just doing thirteen US Shermans. Nothing else. Is that how many you can get? 13, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's ugly. Yeah, it's a lot of... What's, what's your plan for the big cats, then? Is it just flank them? Uh, 13 Shermans. Okay, <laughs> good plan. <laughs> just drive one either side, platoon either side. He has to point at one of them to shoot us. He can't rotate. Well, the turret? Yeah, railroad. Can't, can't physically rotate them. <laughs> Sorry. 
I have to say, um, I, I've dismissed the Sherman before, but actually looking through it again, the it's it's quite a nice formation. I think I'm going to go with um, my second platoon being Lees, but I haven't really, yeah, firmed that up yet. Yeah, I like the idea of using some Lees as well. I like the favourite Lees too. I'm a big fan of Lees. <laughs> number number one Lee fan. <laughs> Lee will be there in spirit, if not in body. It's Lee's platoon. It's not my platoon. I'm going Lee's. Yeah, yeah I'm going Lee. Shut up. <laughs> Grants. It's all Grants. If you <sighs> if you painted up some Lee's Lee and then lent them, would they be, be, <laughs> be Lee's Lee's platoon? They would. <laughs> Lend Lee's Lee's. Let, then lease, lease, lease. Is this a bit like Catch Twenty Two with Major, 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 Major? I don't know. Have you never? Oh, if you get a chance to watch it uh, on, uh, I think it's on Channel Four. Yeah, Channel... No, I, I saw one episode. Really good. Yeah. So... Yeah. Ma- major, 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 major. Yep. Then lease, lease, lease. <laughs> lease, lease, lease. If you yeah. put them, if you put them behind a big rock, are they then? Then lease, lease, lease in the Lee. I think that might be a stretch. Yeah, yes. Stretching. I'm reaching now. Don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, yeah, no warfare running 16th, 17th of November. If you can make it, I would very much recommend it. Uh, the yep. Bring Advice sale will be full of stuff that I'm selling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anything so, depositing. Gonna be some good deals and things and pieces there. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys there if you can make it. Hey, that's pretty much us done, isn't it, guys? I think so. So done, (laughs) so done, all done. Okay, the Armored Train Wreck of a podcast. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's got a dice? Yeah, what what skill rate are we giving ourselves? Uh, we go for beast defenders, beast defense, isn't it? Five plus, yeah. Reluctant. Oh dear. Three. So uh, to try and blitz towards the uh, the beaches. Oh, it's gonna be a second. I am so ill prepared. I can't find dice. I'm gonna shoot and scoot away from the uh, the D-Day tank. Hotly contested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's roll. It's a six. Oh, we did it. Oh my god. Reluctant green troops are, are, are better than you think. <laughs> ready to shoot and scoot the anti-tank bunker away from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, that's a gun team. I can do that, right? What, the uh, 88 bunker? The yeah. 88 bunker. Oh, that's what they did at um, Point de Hoc, wasn't it? <laughs> Cramming <Yeah>. away. Hot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Armoured Train Recommend Podcast you've been listening to with Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Podcast, and the team at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk. As brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and Hugo Boss uniforms. <laughs> Natalie dressed. I still think that podcast is being Duncan raging for that.
hour and a half about no twenty first I was so just angry. Like random sound effects of things crashing. <laughs> do, do you know what I actually did? Yeah, bleep, bleep, bleep. Why I was... got me my bleep bottles? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't know what to do. I, was, I needed some processing time. Try and blag and deal with. Brexit is a minor inconvenience. <laughs> but no, 21st. Bleeping Panther. Oh, oh I know. 